Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live stream. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No, no, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive, maybe. We are a horror We're movie horror comedy movie podcast. podcast. <laughs> We're gonna tell you the entirety of the movie. Spoilers at all. We're gonna spoil the, 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 the fuck out of it. <laughs> wow, that's the first time we've done it in unison. Uh, <laughs> hi, uh, I'm Kim Burns, and I'm gonna be telling you this movie this week. And I am Ketrin Porter-Martin, uh, and I'm going to be listening, taking in information, and using it to stay alive. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> How's it going? Hello. It's, you know, um, it's, uh, I feel like I have multiple things to say. Um, well, then let's, Gina holds out, oh. tits up first. Gina holds out. Tits up. Clink. Did you see how I just drank this like a complete idiot and now it's immortalized forever? <laughs> no, I was busy drinking my own drink. I, was, I don't know why I did it like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you have a lot of things on the agenda. Let's get started. Item number one, Ms. Burns. I'm going to start with my own shit table? and then I have something... Uh, fun to the, important to the podcast and fun that we must discuss. Okay, um, hopefully as you're going through your stuff, I'll think about anything relevant about my life that I can share because I feel like I'm just living in an abyss of nothingness. So, so I felt like I was living in an abyss of nothingness, and didn't want to live in an abyss of nothingness anymore. And um, as people who have are long listeners know, I'm 
pretty into like mindfulness and like mindset work and manifestation, all things like that or whatever, all the kinds of things, therapy, all of it. And so for the past like month and a half, two months, I've basically been doing none of that officially none for like a month and a half which is like like not even did the bare bare bottom which was just like 10 good things for the day which is like all I was even doing for the month before that so I was just like really out of my mindset practice and turns out there's a correlation to your life I'm recognizing no shit. I'm recognizing that wow yeah isn't that banana I know right it's crazy <laughs> it's fucking crazy yeah uh and so I um, started to kind of get back into some stuff this week, and uh, it's interesting. So multiple things I realized. I was like, I feel like I've just been numbing my feelings for the past, like, month and a half, Um, and I don't do it with alcohol anymore, and not so much food anymore, sometimes here and there, but, like, you know, I'm I'm pretty aware of that. And then I'm just numbing it by laying on the couch and watching 90 Day Fiancé in Love Island. Oh, okay. Um, okay. All day, every day, like, like literally. I mean, I like knew that I was kind of doing that, but I just didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. Um, because then when you start to deal with it, then you cry all week or yep. feel lots of feelings all week. So that's what I've been doing. But no, I started like meditating again and journaling and like listening to like good stuff you know like positive people talking at me instead of garbage and Mm -hmm. um it's been good but it's like one thing I so it was like one of my friends is doing something for like a a week sort of free week thing so I was like oh fuck it I'll do it I need it and so it's been good and you can pick like something you want to focus on kind of like money and career or relationships or body or whatever and I just picked like mood (laughs) and mindset because I I was like like, well I mean, I can't even None focus those... on the other things because I am just a pile of puddle on yeah. the couch. A pile of a pile of puddle. <laughs> a pile of puddle. <laughs> you know it. Um, I, oh, girl, do I know it? And so you kind of like write down like what you want and stuff like that, you know. And I started to realize I was like, you know what? Somewhere along the way, in this whole quarantine, pandemic, political world, racism, people being murdered situation, I like started to feel like I'm not allowed to be happy. Mm, Like even when we would say, how are you to each other? And like the weekly thing, like even if I it had was, a good it day, hev- it was like weighted. It yeah. like it was like bur- if or I, I'm speak. I shouldn't speak for you. For me, that question started to feel like a burden because I was like, "What is the correct answer for me, and yeah. what is the correct answer for the person asking?" Right, and like, go, go ahead, yeah. Bef- uh, you know, even two months ago or something like that, there would be times where I like actually had a good day. Like I felt good, you know, and I felt mm-hmm. weird saying I'm good. I'm doing great. Like, you know what I mean? It almost feels like you're yes. not allowed to say that right now in some weird way. Or like I'm supposed to feel angry and anxious and upset and all the things. And I was like, well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like let myself believe that recently. Yeah. And then I started to think about like happiness and how I feel. And obviously you're going to feel all the feelings. Like you can't just 
feel happy all the time. Like you wouldn't even know what that was if you didn't feel the other feelings. But like, yeah, I just started to realize like, oh, well, even if I feel angry, the world around me is going to be the same. If I feel sad, the world around me is going to be the same. If I feel happy, the world around me is going to be the fucking same. So basically happiness is an inside job. So like I get to decide to work on my own thoughts and work on my own stuff and my own mindset and my mindfulness and things like that because the world actually doesn't, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't change anything. So like why why be miserable if it's not going to actually, you know, make a difference? I, I completely, I, I, I don't have anything to add cause I just agree. Yeah. You know, it's, so it's, it's just like, it's like things that I intellectually let me know before and I've like worked through before and stuff, but it was just like tough to live in recently for whatever reason. And yeah. And if anything, for me specifically living in a low vibe feeling like, or just numbing my feelings, then I do absolutely nothing. And living in low vibe feelings, I don't accomplish much. But when I live in high vibe feelings, I actually do accomplish much. Like I actually can, I have the capability to like educate myself more, learn more, grow more, like, you know, do something, you know? So if anything, it's like working towards like having those high vibe feelings is actually going to like help people in the world more. But yeah. In general, it just will exist around me. So I get to decide for myself how I feel. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And if you're, uh, the, I will put a little asterisk on what you said just for people that may be feeling overwhelmed by the idea of like, um, though this isn't what you mean, just the idea of like deciding to be happy. Uh, well, I was going to talk on that I, more, I'm, but go on. Uh, just like, don't feel bad if like the idea of just, um, you know, deciding to be happy, you know, feels hard or whatever. Like it's just even just the act of trying is like enough, even if you don't accomplish it, just like doing your best so, is is also okay. Yes. And what I was going to say about that is like, it's not like I suddenly felt happy this week. Yeah. In fact, I didn't. I cried more than ever. I've like been, but instead of being a numb pile of puddle, I've been feeling my feelings and working through them. And they've yeah. been a lot. <laughs> like there's, I wouldn't say that I'm like, I feel happy. It's that I'm working towards that. And then I'm being mindful yes. of my feelings instead of just yes numbing them so like it's not to say that I was like I'm gonna be happy now because that's like not actually real like it's like no 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 I'm working towards that and that that equals a lot of pain a lot of times and that's often why people don't do it because it's scary like it's like going through therapy you know yeah um I'm I'm just gonna be saying versions of what you've already said but uh I guess our schedules were synced up in that way because I too just started picking up my spell book again and you know writing making notes and things like that and I from an outside perspective I started to feel worse but part of that had to do with the fact that I too was just like well I'm just not going to feel anything then so 
And then as soon as I started opening up those doors again, similar situation to Kim's where it's just like, oh, all of those feelings of being an inadequate piece of shit that have been there the entire time. But I've been, you know, numbing them, as Kim said, Uh, you know, they crop up. And so then you spend a couple days feeling like a piece of shit. Uh, Or at least I do. I shouldn't put that on other people. Um, So, yeah, we're all just trying to. Uh, do it and not be piles of puddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever you're feeling is fine. I'm not saying to like be happy. I'm just talking through my own thing where I'm just like, ultimately, you don't have to feel anything because the world is going to be the same. Yeah. So the like, world is not reflective of how you feel. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And your thoughts are For not sure. yourself. Yeah. So you're not a whatever the fuck you just said I have already blocked it out <laughs> oh I don't, I don't even I, I did too <laughs> I was like that's um, not true for- Ketrin you're amazing <laughs> thank you I appreciate that um thanks for sharing all that Burns I'm sure that we are not the only people going through this ex- very exact thing we're so. all on a journey <sighs> yeah um thanks for sharing that I appreciate that did you have other things on your yeah, your agenda? I did. Yeah, something that you're not great at is drinking fucking Kool-Aid. Oh, Catherine yeah. fucking this bitch. Her mom sends her Kool-Aid. Yeah. And then she fucking puts the powder into water and drinks it and doesn't actually put sugar in it or make it Kool-Aid. Okay. A That's it not was Kool-Aid. Carbonated water. A it was carbonated That's- water. Even more not Kool-Aid. You just made it worse. I don't know if that was supposed to be in defense of you. That's just a thousand times worse. No, I just wanted to be clear about what I did. About how much you Um, didn't drink Kool-Aid. B, the package that I put into that water said motherfucking Kool-Aid on the front. So That's not how childhood experiences Kool-Aid. You didn't, the point of having Kool-Aid was to experience a beautiful, magical, wonderful, happy childhood. And then you fucking drank acidic, sparkling (laughs) water. You drank acid bubble water. So my surprise for the, because I posted this on on my Instagram and uh, Kim Kim posted it to our Instagram. Yes. I shared it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay. But Um, it's just in stories, so it's gone. So it's in your. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Instagram I, thinks uh, that I'm a bot right now because I fucking move my fingers too quickly. So they won't let me fucking post in the regular posts for a week, motherfuckers. So fuck you, Instagram. Really? <laughs> I, but apparently annoying. I can post in stories. So that's whatever, Instagram. I can't even with you right now. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember what I was saying. I have a goldfish brain right now. Oh, uh, so I did it my way, but I still have two packets left. And my intention for this week, because I knew this bitch was going to bring it up, was I'm going to try it. Uh, I'm going to go to the store, buy some sugar, and I'm going to try the lemon one with actual, the amount of sugar that it says to put in there. Why not the lemon one? I don't know. That's going to be like lemonade. Like Kool-Aid is, and it's, even it's, well, I have the calling it lemon is, is upsetting. It's not. Should I do the cherry? It's not cherry. It's red. It's there's re- red, oh. there's purple, 
That's what Kool-Aid is, Katrin. Okay, so you want me to do the red I one. would like you to do red flavor Kool-Aid. Okay, yeah. red flavor Kool-Aid. Put with, it in a I'm fucking gonna... pitcher with some okay. fucking sugar. You mix okay. that up. And then you like go play boat out on your porch. Go play boat. Okay, so I'm, but here's the thing. I'm only going to put the amount of sugar that the package calls to put in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Okay. Okay. So, yes. That, yeah, that's that the other thing. There's, be... there's directions on the back. You just follow the directions. Yeah. You were just like, I have a fucking soda stream. I'm going to pour some powder in. What? You're I liked a monster. it. I thought it You're was delicious. An absolute monster. So that was my surprise for when you guys hear this. I released my my abomination on the Wednesday that host came out. I'm going to release my correct Kool-Aid experience the day that this comes out. You're a monster. So that's what I'm doing. Hopefully it, I can redeem myself to the world. Yeah. We'll put it on all the social medias. Put it on Twitter too. Why don't you post things on Twitter? Uh, well, I do post things on Twitter, but I will post this on Twitter. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Um, but I mean, these things <laughs> post on both. I will, I will um, do that. The other thing about social media is we actually started a fucking Facebook group. Remember how we said we were going to do it and then we did it? We did it. And I'll admit, kind of having fun over there. I'm kind of having a blast as well. Um, uh, yeah, it makes Facebook much less garbagey. Yeah. When I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go on here and like see what my Sammies are talking about. Like yeah. I, I, it's been, it's been a, a, a lovely addition to my new desire to not be a pile of puddles on the couch. Yeah. So I don't like, that's great. Like going on Facebook, but now I figured out a way I already just go on and check that group and it's just joy. It's just joy it's, and silliness and fun times and everyone's cool and and everyone connecting with each other I know it's it's just great oh my god it's like really really wonderful so thanks for for asking us to do this a year and a half ago Sammy (laughs) (laughs) we did it we did it (laughs) so go ahead and join I'll put it in the show notes yeah it's uh the group is um Sammy stay alive maybe um if you search for it on Facebook so Sammy stay alive Maybe and like it's connected to our um, Kim and Cat Stay Alive maybe like page as well. So, oh, oh, you can cool. find it. Yeah, I didn't. There. I didn't know how that worked, so I'm glad you figured know. it it's out. As always, somehow. Yeah, you guys, you guys know. I'll put a you link get in the it. show notes. Show notes. Great. The show notes. The show notes. You know where they are. The show notes. <laughs> the Facebook group is pretty fun. Um. Uh, Having a good time over there. Come be our friend. Do you want to hear about a movie? Oh, I do. And the clue that I saw today, I was like, I, I've gotten a, I haven't gotten any idea what this is. It was a button. It was a button. This is Benjamin Button. <laughs> what? <laughs> Great. That is a horror movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Is that the full title, or is it called like the Life and Times of the Extraordinary Incredible I, I think Benjamin it is Button? Something. Yeah, okay, like that. Something along those lines. It is. 
of the lifetime um, times. Great. So Benjamin Button starring Brad Pitt. Here we go. Yeah. So Kim, you know how you really want the taste of hot sauce, but you're a big, huge, giant wuss? <laughs> I do. I found a hot sauce you for did. you. did? What is it? El Yucateco hot sauce. It is called a hot sauce for everyone, Ooh. even Kim. Here's why you can handle it. So they focus on flavor, not heat. And also it's non-vinegar based, which you're also a wuss about. <laughs> This is made for me. They use the whole fruit of the pepper, non-vinegar base, and then they also don't use the capsaicin extract, which is the thing that burns your mouth off. They have five different habanero-based sauces. You can do the jalapeno. That's the least hot. Then it goes to chipotle, then red, then Caribbean, then green, then black, then triple X hot, baby. That's for you because you like to sweat while you eat. I do. I do really like to sweat while I'm eating. So yeah, give it a shot. Cool. Birdseed. I guess I'll go to www.shopelyucateco.com. That's shop, E-L-Y-U-C-A-T-E-C-O.com. Hashtag king of flavor. Go try the hot sauce for everyone, even Kim. So this was actually... A patron pick. Oh. Um, I asked for suggestions from our wonderful patron Sammy's uh, movie suggestions. And then I filtered those into a poll. And the winner was Drag Me to Hell. Ooh, I've been wanting to watch this one. (laughs) Yay. I know the cover of it. Very well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but that's literally all I know about it. It's Brad Pitt. And apparently there's he's a but Brad Pitt. Little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he collects buttons right, or right, something. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Ages cool. forwards, backwards. Backwards. So he's so he's born an an old man. Oh right. Right? Yeah. And then he ages into a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Uh, okay. a, I was gonna say a total side note. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, um, was it about was it about Schitt's Creek? It was and... about Schitt's Creek. <laughs> I know it. they're doing like a, like a SAG like Q and A for the show, and I was like thinking about doing it. Cool, cool story, Kim. <laughs> so buttons. Cool. They are on your shirts and you sew them and then you grow young again. That's what I heard. Okay. This was made in 2009 Hmm. by Sam Raimi Mm -hmm. of Evil Dead. I just love how you find little reasons to do that for me. It's like saying I love you with a noise. It is. Other than the noise of saying I love you. <laughs> but, but it's better. Yeah, it is better. <laughs> I do do it because I love you. Because I know it just I know. brings a bright smile to your face. Every I, time I, just I do love it. it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> her, her little eyes get so bright and sparkly. And she it just, just, she just, just lights up. So happy. I she love just it. lights ah! up. Okay. Here we go. I am going to give a little trigger warning for some animal horror. Mm-hmm. It's about Can her. you just let... I'm sure you will, but just like let me know when it's happening. 
if possible. I don't want to give you it's a bummer. more to think about. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll just, uh, here we go. I was listening to, I started listening to uh, Who's He What's It? Psychoanalysis. Uh-huh. Which is like their, it's like brand new, but they're just, it's like mental health and horror movies. And they oh, talked yeah, about yeah, yeah. trigger warnings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You texted that to me, warnings. no? I sent it to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, Thank you for reminding me. I, I was like, there's a podcast I want to listen to on my walk today. Oh. And I couldn't remember what it was. So thank you. Yeah, great. Yeah. They talked about trigger warnings and how it can be like good, but sometimes bad because now you're just sitting in anticipation and like worry about it. So I was like debating yep. about even doing it. But then I, and plus also I don't want to give things away. Like it basically is a spoiler. Right. Right. Um, no, well, just so you know, for me, I appreciate it. Um, I do appreciate that particular one. I know. I, I would had to rather tell my, not do it, but I, feel I had like to better. tell my, I had to tell my mom, cause we have like a lot of wildlife around our house. And my mom was like, do you want to hear a, a wildlife story? And the way she was doing her face was like this. And I was <laughs> oh, no. like, and I was like, do I, I don't think I do and I was like is it happy where an animal experience pure bliss for an eternity and she was like no and I was like then no I don't want to hear it thank you and they <laughs> also talk about like the different things that trigger you like like this triggers animal horror triggers you for a specific reason but like if you had like babies it would probably transition to that and then when the babies get older it would transition again kind of thing you know oh, what I mean? wow interesting yeah I can't wait to listen to this I'm so excited so anyway, dead or alive? Um, Christine Brown. Alive. Um, Clay slash Justin. Alive. Mrs. Ganesh. Wh sorry, what's her name? I'm Mrs. Ganesh. I don't know. Ganesh. Ganesh. Oh. Ganesh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's why I mumbled it. I was like, I don't know. What Mrs. Ganesh. <laughs> uh, alive. Uh, Rom. Dead. Mr. Jax. Dead. Stu. Dead. Sean Sandina. Dead. Oh, I forgot to put my point situations. Okay. So I'm just... <laughs> Just mumbling things that don't matter. <laughs> Just mumbling outside <laughs> of my brain to myself. Guys, I spend a lot of time alone. Okay. <laughs> I will listen to anything that's in your brain, my love. Whatever is in I there. I forgot to, to write out. down my, my score points oh, section I area. Got it. Cool. Cool story. So buttons are <laughs> um, started in 1864. And uh, no. <laughs> really? <clears throat> buttons are that new. All right. <laughs> Going to postmortem when buttons started. Yep. Oh no, girl, you you just walked your way right the fuck into postmorteming some buttons. So cheers to you. Wow. <laughs> so here's the movie. It's Brad Pitt. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I can't stop. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, this isn't gonna be funny anymore. Okay. I get it. Okay. 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 For real. For real. Okay. <laughs> okay it's a big house okay it's a big house and it says pasadena california 1969 okay the year button started 
this truck pulls up. I only do it because it makes you laugh. Asshole. Like you should be seeing me out so much. I should be seeing myself out 20 I, times but over. It's, it's so silly. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a truck pulls up and this panicked woman gets out speaking Spanish and she like knocks on the door and then um, her husband comes behind her like carrying a boy, five to ten-ish. Um, and a woman opens the door and the panic mom is like for the last three nights he's heard voices he thinks um something is coming for him and the woman from the house is like what did he do and they're like nothing nothing and then she's like what did he do and they say he stole this silver necklace from a gypsy woman we tried to give it back to her but she wouldn't take it uh oh and they pull the necklace like out of his pocket and like bugs fly out with it and they give it to the woman and the woman's like, bring him inside. So now we're like point of view of like the little boy like being carried in. And the, the, the house is very um, like gothic kind of decorated, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got <laughs> it. Sounds, sounds what it sh- looks like to me. When you say gothic, I know what you mean. Okay. So I got it. Yeah. Whether not it's gothic sure. or not doesn't really matter. Yeah. I know what you means Not like black gothic. gothic. Like it's just like decorative gold. Yeah. Like, so the ceiling has stained glass window, basically. Okay. Um, Got it. And so he's looking up at that, and there's, like, creepy hands, like, on the other side, like, kind of crawling all around it. Oh, no. And the woman starts, like, doing blessings, and they pray, and, like, they're in this, like, small room, and then the door flies open, and it's, like, growling and wind, and mom and dad, like, both get, like, kind of, like beat up by like nothing like they're getting like punched in the face wow we are just getting right the fuck into oh it. yeah we're diving okay right on in <laughs> okay so the boy runs he gets like picked up in the air and like thrown off the balcony onto like the marble floor below oh my god the and child the child and he's hurt maybe he's not five to ten he might be a teen you know i don't know ages he's a under 18 <laughs> Under eight, he's probably under. I mean, his dad was carrying him. Yeah, so he's probably. Five to you 10. don't. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go lower than that. How often do you carry like an eight year old? Well, he Think was hurt. He was like traumatized. He was hurt. hurt. He wasn't just like. All right. He, he wasn't just like holding him like a baby, like on his like <laughs> hip. He was like okay. holding him, like laying. Okay. Like, so let's stick with five to ten. Okay. Let's stick with five to ten. It doesn't that fucking matter weird. anyway because he's hurt. His parents start like running around to like go down the steps. But the woman of the house is like watching from the balcony above. And she's like, Juan, run. And at that moment, the floor starts cracking open. And there's like fire below. And hands from below start like grabbing at him. Like just dark figured hands. And he screams, and he's getting like pulled down and it's like his one arm is like left like reaching up as he gets pulled down into hell. And the Does this floor, bitch live on a hell mouth? The floor closes back up. This is not where you build houses. You need to check for hell mouths before you build a foundation. It may not be the house. It may be the house. It may not be the house. Okay. Maybe hell is everywhere. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) And so the woman is like, we will meet again. Title card. Drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. Cut 
to the little boy where he just got dragged to, and it's 2020. (laughs) (laughs) And suddenly he's aged backwards, and he's now three. (laughs) And covered in buttons. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. I think we should probably both see ourselves out. You for continuing the joke and me for laughing at it. I know. <laughs> it's your fault. I you blame know you. Yeah, we're both going to leave. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. So now it's like credits and it's like creepy devil music. And we're kind of like looking through books sort of, you know, in a credits you know, sort books. of way. You know, books. Yeah. You've heard of them, right? <laughs> I have. Yeah. I've got one for you. It's about buttons. (laughs) I can't. I can't. I'll see myself out. I'm so sorry, you guys. No, I'm leaving. I apologize. I'm also leaving. Goodbye. Um, in the book, it says like we. It's like scrolling by a bunch of stuff, and it's kind of like three days for curse to develop, and then like a hand like reaching for a person, and then like a person screaming, kind of being pulled into hell, like pictures in the book. Yeah. Uh, cut to the city. Today, modern times, traffic, 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 L.A. traffic. Ooh. We get closer and closer into a car and there's a woman and she's listening to, I think, maybe like a diction CD. I'm not sure. But it, it's basically like good sounds abound when the mouth is round and she's like repeating mm. it sort of thing. Okay. Cut to her at a bank, and she works there. Um, not as a teller, but more as, like, the sit-down um, talking to people the person. sit-down ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, so she looks – she's sitting there. She's talking with a couple at her desk, and she looks, like, across from her, and there's the assistant manager desk, and it's empty. Oh, I spot a woman with ambition. <laughs> Make sure you ask what other people are paid so that you can be paid comparably. I wanted to sing the the opening song from I don't it's bad when you don't remember the words for your jokes. So, moving on. <laughs> like the show in the 70s um when it's like a working woman. Um Oh, isn't it uh, called 9 to 5? Not 9 to working five. 9 to 5. I mean, that's one too, but that's where like 80s it's um it's uh, she's a famous lady, M- Melanie Griffith. No, it's not nine to five, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not the eighties. It's before that, and it's a the TV Dolly Parton show. song. Not. <laughs> it's um. <sighs> Everyone's yelling at the thing. Maybe they don't this know, is, but it's like, guys, this is something you can put in the Facebook group. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Tell me what I'm talking about. Yeah, because she's like. <sighs> I don't know. I think we have to abandon this premise. It's just on the tip of my brain. It's bothering me. And it's like her name is the title. It's the blank blank show. Mary Tyler Moore show. Mary Tyler Moore. Mary Tyler Moore. She's gonna make it after all. Yeah. That was me freeze framing, throwing my hat into the air. I saw it. I got it. Um, That's who Christine Brown is sitting at her bank desk. Got it. Back to drag me to hell. And uh, <laughs> she, her name is Christine Brown, and she goes and um, goes to her boss's office, Mr. Jacks, and asks about the position. Okay. And he's like, well, it's between 
stew and yourself. Fuck stew. Fucking stew. And she's like, he's the new guy. And yep. But the boss says, yeah, but he's aggressive and he makes tough decisions and stuff like that. <gasps> Crunches numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's infuriating. And she's oh like, God. I'm capable of doing that. And he's like, I'll let you know. Oh, by the way, why don't you actually take your lunch break right now? And she's like, okay. And he's like, and while you're out, will you pick me up a turkey club? And then Stu happens to like walk up right at that moment. And he's like, yeah, grab one for me too. And then he starts like talking to the boss, like buddy, buddy. Oh my God. I'm and then so I burst angry. out of the flames of hell and drag them oh. both down into it. Oh God. Oh God. Feminism. Oh God. If she acted aggressive and made tough choices, she'd be called a ruthless bitch. Just so we're clear. Okay, continue. Or worse. Or worse. Yeah. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. So, cut to her and Justin Long. Oh, hey, bud. Who's her boyfriend, Clay. They're sitting at his desk, cheersing, and she's like, congrats, professor, on your first week. Good job, prof. Yeah. And he's kind of trying to fix his printer, and he's like, gosh, I have to get a new one, da da da, da. She ends up being able to, like, fix it. And he's like, wow, you're capable, sexy, cool. He, you literally are like nailing it. It's like something with a C and sexy oh. and unbelievable. But I can't oh, read the go. word. <laughs> it looks like cokey, but it's probably not that. Oh, no, probably not. Anyway, he's like, you're sexy and you're unbelievable. And they're like cute. They're a cute couple. Like they're into each yeah. other. And then she's like. I have a surprise for you. And she pulls out this envelope, like a little white mailing envelope and hands it to her. Inside is a, like a 19, 1929 Liberty quarter um, that she found oh, for okay. the bank. And like he's mm-hmm. like has like a nerdy coin collection, basically. So he's like, oh, my gosh. Cute. Yeah. And so they kiss goodbye. And she walks out of the office and starts walking kind of like away from it. But the door is still open. And at that moment, his mom calls and he has it on speaker. And his mom is like totally downplaying Christine. Like, like he kind of talks about her like coming to dinner or something. And she's just like, who, who like, oh, is that that farm girl? And he's like, I mean, we've been dating for like almost a year, you know, and like she really wants him to date this lawyer woman that she knows because it would be good for him like socially and professionally. So that's oh, this like bitch. clearly the family he's like coming from. Yeah. And like Christine is from the farm, apparently. Right. So back to the bank lunchroom, Stu and the boss um, are eating. And Stu is like, oh, you messed up my order. Mayonnaise, whatever. She didn't. He didn't say that. Blah, well, blah, blah. Of course blah. not. But the guys both kind of have like a look at each other. <sighs> So now we're back at the bank office and she's sitting at her desk and she sees Stu giving the boss like some like awesome tickets to something. Like he's like, oh my God, these are great seats. Like da 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 da. Fucking Stu. Stu. I want to boil Stu into a stew. (laughs) Stu, stew. I gotta (laughs) stew, stew. Gonna put Stu in it and stew it up. Stu, stew. Side note, I was thinking to myself, in the bathroom the other day, and of course I had to bring Eric into this conversation apropos of nothing, and I said, you know, as someone who doesn't eat meat, 
I would be significantly more comfortable and really not even give it a second thought if someone told me to eat human flesh over animal flesh at this point. And Eric was like, think I got to go back to work. I can't unpack that or deal with that. And I was like, okay, just thought I'd let you know. Yeah. That's something to, something to look at. Yeah. Maybe uh, I probably won't maybe uh, talk about that in therapy. Maybe. So, yeah. Or I'll just make a stew stew. Some, 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 something to think about there. Something's wrapped up in that. Uh, and it's not a stew stew. <laughs> so she's watching them. And then we start to hear like click, 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 kind of like fingernails tapping. Like, got it. And it's, we look down and it's like some like dirty old fingers with like a big ring on it, like, um, like clicking on her desk. And Ew. we look up and it's this old lady with one glass question mark eye. And so she looks at Christine and she's like, will you help me? Uh, I, I don't know if she sounds like that, but something like it. <laughs> I loved it. And she sounded like she was an old lady from Transylvania. So she seems like, okay, if uh, gypsies are from Transylvania, she's she's gypsy. They kind of are. Gypsy. Like there are some. Let's postmortem gypsies and Transylvania. Okay. I'd like to know. I'll see what I can do. Okay. And so basically, she comes in. She has some papers, and there's like a trust on her house or something but she's like as she's talking she's like coughing up grossly like into this handkerchief corona um and and uh basically the papers say that there's like an intent to repossess today Uh oh for like the bank and she's like it's been my home for 30 years and she's like i need more time to get money because like the sickness took my eye um and you know Basically, she needs more help on the loan or something. Right. And she's like, can you just try? And Christine's like, okay. And the woman's like, bless you. And Christine now goes into her boss's office. And she's like, I want, how can we help her, you know? And we see back the old lady's like sitting at the desk. And she's like taking out her um, dentures and like, oh, bing them out. Oh, and ma'am. Putting them on like her hanky. And then, like, eating candy that's in the bowl at uh, Christine's desk. Oh, gosh. That is not COVID-19 sanctioned. <laughs> and so um, the boss looks at it. And basically, she's already had two extensions on the loan. Mm-hmm. And so the boss is like, you know what? It's a tough decision, but it's your call, Christine. Ah, and this is one of those tough decisions that's going to mean whether or not she's, but God fucking damn it. Okay. Question number one, what do you do? What does she do? I am going to give her the loan. And I think she doesn't. I don't have that type of, I myself don't have that type of corporate ambition in me. Yay! Double ding. So, she walks back out to her desk. 
As she walks by, she looks at the assistant manager desk. She looks over at Stu's. Fucking Stu! And the lady puts her teeth back in. (laughs) So yucko. And Christine is like, I can't help. I'm so sorry. (sighs) And then the lady's like pissed and like gets up to leave. But then she like turns back around and she's like, you know, I'm a proud woman and I don't normally do this. But she like gets down on her knees and she's like, I beg you, I beg you. But like is really aggressive about it to the point where like she kind of starts like grabbing at like Christine's skirt and like kissing her skirt. So Christine's like backing up and she like kind of is like security, like security because everyone's like staring at them. Yeah. And so then security comes over and like everyone in the bank is just like staring at her and the woman's like. You shame me. I beg you and you shame me. And so security starts to like walk her away. And Christine's like, Mrs. Ganesh. And the old woman turns and like just like growls, screams at her. And then security just kind of like takes her out. This doesn't bode well. (laughs) And so the boss comes out and he's like, you okay? And he's like, you handled that just right. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So now later in his office, the boss is telling Christine, like, oh, I'm impressed with this um, other loan that you did um, or that's, like, in the works or something like that. Um, can you finish it tonight? And and about the uh, the assistant manager position, you're on the top of the list. Okay. Thank you. I don't have any tickets to expensive sporting events to give you, though. So she doesn't need to do that because she did her job. I know. I just don't. I just don't trust him. I don't. I don't trust that he can't be swayed by something stupid. So. So. So she grabs. But it's looking good. He's like, literally, like, I loved what you did. Like, I love that this like you did such a good job. This thing is awesome that we have. Like, can you finish it tonight? And she's like, yeah, like, it's good. And so she takes the files with her. So now she's like walking to her car in the parking garage and she's carrying like a tray of office supplies. I don't know why. It's like a stapler and like pens and highlighters and shit, like I guess to work (laughs) at home to finish the thing tonight. Okay. But so she has like a tray of like office supplies Um, and she's walking to her car and it's like, very empty in the parking garage it's dark she's alone and um earlier like when the old woman had like been walked out by security like she like walked to her car so she knows like she has kind of like an old car Mm -hmm. older style year I should say and so she's walking towards her car and then she sees the old woman's car like kind of parked across from her but it's like you know a parking garage so it's like a little bit on the next level but like still like directly across from her car so they're kind of like the cars are looking at each other um but with some distance and um so she kind of starts to like look around she gets to her car and hears like some coughing Uh she looks around doesn't see anything so she gets in the car and she starts it and she's just kind of like staring straight ahead at the old woman's car, but it's like dark inside. Right. And then we start to see a hanky 
like floating through the air. What? Just towards us. And it lands right on the windshield. Ah! A hanky? The hanky. And then the handkerchief kind of like floats by off the windshield, like to behind her car. So she kind of like watches it pass by and turns her head to look out the back. And from the darkness in the back seat is the old woman. Okay. And the old woman says, you shamed me. And she grabs Christine like by her hair and like pulls (gasps) her hair back, kind of like ripping at her earring or something and like yelling shit at her. Okay. Question two, what do you do? What does Christine do? So ju- just so I can kind of understand. So the old lady was in the back seat of Christine's car? Yes. Christine okay. is like, okay. she's behind her in, in her own car. Okay. The old lady's and behind s- Christine in Christine's car. <laughs> Got it. And so she's in the, in the driver's seat, yes. basically. And the old lady is in the back driver's side seat. Yes. Okay. So I think what I am going to do is I am going to, oh, it's an old car, isn't it? No. Her car's not old? No, the old lady's car is old. Okay. Then I am going to do that thing where I'm going to slam the driver's seat, like, back. So like you're as if I had- parked, like, against the middle, basically, so you don't really have anywhere to go. No, 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 oh, no. Wait, sorry. What are the, you... the, okay. the seat that she's sitting in, you know how oh. you can pull the lever oh. and push it back if oh, your legs okay, are okay, too okay, long? Okay. Um, just to kind of like hurt her, stun her, get her to let go of my hair for a second. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to get out of the car and run and call the police because she fucking broke into my car. Uh, what does she do? Huh. Does she like turn around and spray her with mace? Point for you. Thanks. I like that. Yeah. Fucking Thank back you. that seat. Back on up. Back yeah. that shit up. Boom. 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 I, uh, uh, girl, you look good. Won't you, you back, back that, that ass, ass up? up? That's what it's. So that's I that's what I was trying there. for, okay. too, as well. But I again, Mary Tyler moored it. So, <laughs> yep, you sure did. But I, I was there to to throw your hat in the air for you thank you you. (laughs) together we are one mary tyler marsh yep (laughs) i'm mary ty and you're lermore Lermore. (laughs) (laughs) yes i love that i'm gonna put you in my in my phone now as mary ty (laughs) and i'll put you in as lamore (laughs) lamore Yes. Um, Christine reaches in the seat next to her to her little box of office supplies and grabs the stapler. And you fucking told me there was a stapler. Nice storytelling, Burns. Really nice storytelling. I know. Good job. It was. It's tough because it's just leaving it in. You don't want to make it too much of a thing. But yeah, and it's also like a super weird thing to do. So it's something that you would have told me anyway. Because like, why is she carrying a trip? It was weird. So you guys were there. Um, she grabs the stapler and staples the back of the woman's forehead like twice and then turns and looks at the woman and like staples her again. And it like had like stapled her glass eye shut. Ow. Ow. (laughs) So now they're fighting and struggling (laughs) 
And because of that, Christine's leg ends up hitting the gear into reverse. And then her leg ends up being slammed down. So the car like flies backwards and hits another car. And she elbows old woman, woman, but then old woman starts choking her from behind. Okay. Question three, what do you do? What does she do? Uh, okay. So the car has slammed into another car. Mm-hmm. What, you said something about my leg. Where is my leg? In front of you. You said something like, you said something like my leg gets slammed into something. The gas pedal. Gas pedal. Like oh, it was just oh, she was struggling. Way. So like her leg hit the gear and then she took and the pedal. And then she got it. Okay. Sorry, sir. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's choking me. Is she choking me with her arms or her like hands? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I want to say hands, but I'm not sure. All right. I'm going to do a similar tactic now, but I feel like I'm on the right path. So before I slam the whole seat back into her, this time I'm going to slam it down like this, like on top of her mm-hmm. again, just trying to get her to loosen up just get off me um and then get out of the car and run so almost exactly the same answer uh so what does she do what else does she have on that little tray of supplies Ooh, does she and she stapled her eye shut stapled her glass eye I mean, shut. it was already a glass eye so you know sure, she's sure. not uh, she didn't she... impair her vision any more than it already is <laughs> no but I think she does now. I think she takes a pencil or a pen and stabs her in her good eye. Point for you. I like that chair fucking weapon that you're using. Yeah. Thank you. Um, she is in a, a fucking Jerry Dandridge child's play situation where she's like being choked and pulled back. So she's like reaching and reaching and reaching for the gear. And then she oh. puts the gear into drive and she like pulls her um, seatbelt on and then slams on the gas. The car flies forward and then like into another car. And so the old lady flies forward, hits the dashboard with her face and her fucking dentures fly out. Oh, blorf. Blorf indeed. (laughs) And now, and I think maybe the staple flew out of her eye too. Sure. and now she, old woman, jumps on Christine and starts trying to bite at her mouth, but with no teeth. So, so she's, she's just, just gumming her. She's just gumming around her chin jaw. Like, oh, God, that's like, the this is her fucking... mouth. And then she's like, oh, oh. this like, is the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I don't want to be gummed in the mouth. <laughs> it's really disgusting. I'm so upset. And there's probably like some like old tooths in there. Oh, like, you know, no. Like there's, oh, there's probably like no. there's probably like a sporadic tooth, you know? <laughs> no. So yeah, that's you right now. Oh god. That's where you are. And so Christine's screaming. I think they're both fuck. I don't even know. And Christine pushes her off. Old woman puts her teeth back in. And Christine picks up a ruler now. And 
as like her mouth is old woman's mouth is open christine shoves the ruler directly into her throat so it's just like sticking straight out like he's just Mm -hmm. like and and then old woman starts like kind of coughing a little and it spits the ruler back out at christine so then i (laughs) christine kicks her and the woman like flies out of the passenger seat old woman stands up and christine goes over real quick and like pulls the door shut and locks it so old woman's like standing outside the door now uh-huh. and the old woman's like punching on the window and christine's like <laughs> i beat you you old bitch <laughs> like, like, and then all of a sudden the lady ducks down she's like thank god for these office supplies <laughs> right good thing i needed this ruler and stapler for this loan file yeah (laughs) uh so old lady ducks down so now christine can't see her Uh uh-huh so now she's like looking around the car and like looking through like the different windows but back at the passenger side window old woman stands up kind of scream growling and she's holding like a huge cement like block or something and she picks it up and breaks the fucking passenger side window oh my and the reason she's not driving away is because she slammed into another car correct yeah like her car is probably done not working right now Uh, okay like she went full force into another car yeah um backwards and forwards backwards and forwards yeah okay and old woman is like screaming at her pulls christine out of the car and christine is like holding her hands up like in front of her face and so old woman pulls and christine's wearing like this like brown overcoat or something like that like and then chris um old woman reaches at her and pulls one of the buttons off of like the sleeve of her coat Uh uh-huh and the old woman holds it and she starts like chanting and then she breathes on it and it's kind of like wind starts blowing Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) And then she says to Christine, soon it will be you who comes begging to me. Oh, God damn it. Now, I ask you, if you have the power to enchant a button, why didn't you enchant your house to be paid off? I'm no enchantress. I'm half a woman, let alone an enchantress. I'm only a more. You <laughs> and I am Mary Ty. I can barely get this hat off my head, let alone throw it in the air. <laughs> okay, so she blows on a button and 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 so she says that to her. She gives her back, gives Christine back the button, and Christine like closes her eyes. And but when she opens, um, and like a like a bug kind of flies on her, and when she opens them again, the old woman's gone. Ooh, and bugs flew out of that kid's pocket too. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're a good Bugs listener. Bugs and buttons. So then later, the police are in the parking garage. They're like asking her questions, and like Justin is coming for her. And so uh, now Justin and Christine are like walking down the street. It's nighttime, like towards wherever his car is, and talking about what happened. And Justin is like, okay, from now on, like, so-and-so or someone is going to, like, walk you to your car at night. Like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm fine. And she's kind of like, it's just, I don't know, like, maybe I could have gotten the extension. And he's like, no, 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 it's Mm -hmm. not your fault. Like, you can't beat yourself up. And then kind of 
wind starts to kind of like blow around, like the leaves kind of start blowing around and she like looks next to where they're standing and it says spiritual advisor. Oh, I could use one of those. Okay. And she's like, did you hear that? And Justin's like, no, I don't know what they heard to be honest. But, um, question four, what does she do? What do you do? Okay. Uh, she's going to go into the spiritual advisor house. Fuck it. Me too. This bitch cursed me. It's pretty evident. Um, so we're both going to hand in hand go into the spiritual advisor house. Yeah. Good choice. You need some outside help. I really do. And so all of a sudden, Christine's just like, I want to get my fortune read. And Justin starts making jokes like he's clearly like not a believer in anything like that. And he just yeah. like wants to go home. But they go inside and he starts like looking around and like making jokes. There's like a, I don't know, monkey head or something. And the guy comes out and he's like, I'm Ram Joss. Like I'm a seer and um, blah, blah, blah. To get something done, it's like $60. And Justin's like, what the fuck? And oh, I, I think that's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Christine still wants to pay, but Justin yeah. ends up like giving his credit card. And Ram is just like, oh, platinum card. Great. Uh, <laughs> so like Justin is already like you know not trusting Skeptical. it so they walk into like the room and Justin starts talking about like something blah 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 Freud said like da 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 so I'm assuming he's like a psychology person for professorship and oh Freud, Freud. not Floyd I Freud. was like who's Floyd okay you know Floyd good old Floyd and Rom comes back with like something from Carl Jung you know Blah, blah, blah about spiritualness or something. I don't Interesting. Know. Okay. So then they start. Justin's just kind of watching. So it's just Rom like holding Christine's hand. And he's like, you work with money. You recently lost. No, something has been taken from you. A button on the sleeve. <gasps> what? But he's like literally holding the sleeve. Oh. And he looks oh. at her. And then bells kind of start like jingling and it's like a little like windy, like papers start to like blow a little bit and he like lifts up her hand and he's just like staring at her face and like stares at her face, stares at her face, demon face. Ah! And Rom like get jumps up and like runs back and he's like, that's enough for tonight. Um, I tried, but uh, it's getting late. I'll, I'll refund you your money. Oh, shit. Yo, when a spiritual advisor refunds you your money, you know you fucked. You are real fucked. No, 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 no. (laughs) And Christine's like, wait, what did you see? And Ram says that a dark spirit has come upon you. Like, did you do something in a graveyard or a Ouija board or something with the dark arts? Perhaps someone has cursed you. Uh Uh-huh. Cut to later, Christine and Justin are, like, in the car now talking. And Justin's like, he's just a scam artist. Like, da 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 you know. And she's like, but he tried to give our money back. But Justin was yeah. like, yeah, but he ended up taking it. So, and Christine's just like, yeah, okay, I guess so. I don't know. I, that's, I don't like any of this. I'm going to seek a, I'm going to seek a second opinion at the very <laughs> least. <laughs> So Justin drops her off at her house. I guess there's just like a shot like outside of her house of kind of like leaves blowing and devil music and stuff. But cut to inside. Christine is like sitting at, I think, the kitchen table, like working on the computer. And it's like ding. And she gets her food out of the oven. 
And she closes the cookbook and this old photo falls out and it says Pork Queen Fair 1995. And it's like Pork Queen Fair? Pork Queen. Does that mean you eat the most pork? Does no, it mean it was her standing next to like a big pig? A big so it was the like a kid. pig is the pig is the queen. Well, she's the pork queen, I think. Okay. This is all problematic. Nineteen ninety-five. Okay. Um, because she's a farm girl. Got, oh, a farm girl. That's right. That's right. Yep. Okay. So it's it. just kind of, and so she looks at it and like crumples it up because. She'd just been insulted about that. So then she starts to hear like a weird noise kind of outside of the front door, like a thud almost. So she walks, Uh looks like around, like looks over towards like the door. And then she's like hearing like creaking a little bit upstairs, but it seems to be kind of like moving. And then outside of the house in the front, it's like more noise, kind of like metal creaking a little bit. Okay. And so she looks out the front window and the gate out front is like swinging, like the metal gate. Like, Uh-oh. Yeah. And it's like the wind is kind of like blowing it back and forth. And then the wind blows towards her into uh. the house and the lights go out and the curtains Shit. like blow through the house. So she runs to the kitchen and all of the pots start clanking. No. And so she runs to the kitchen window and she shuts the window and they stop. So okay. then she runs to get a flashlight. She's like hitting it because it fucking won't work. And of then course. she sees like a shadow floating kind of like around the wall. Like it's like against the wall and it starts like floating like in a circle like all around the house. Okay. And then it turns into like a devil horn shape. And then the wind kind of blows at her and she's knocked on the ground. No. She gets up. I don't accept this. And the lights are back on, but her lip is bleeding. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I don't accept this. You know? No, I don't accept it. I won't be participating. Oh. Bye. But this is you. Yeah. I, I, no, thank you. I should correct that. You've been knocked (laughs) over by this devil shadow. And now you wake up Uh and your lip's bleeding. Don't worry, the lights are back on. Okay. Cut to later. Justin has come over, our love, and he's bringing her some peas for her lip. Mm. And frozen peas, you know, like a bag of frozen peas, not just right. Not just. I didn't think it was mushy hot peas just off the stove. A little split pea soup for her. Yeah, for her bloody lip. Yeah. (laughs) And um. Justin's like, I can't believe, so Justin is saying like, I can't believe she came to the house. Like, like we have to call the cops. And Christine's like, it, it wasn't her. Like, I couldn't see who it was. Like, it wasn't anyone. And he's like, well, it had to be somebody, but like the lights were out. Like you couldn't see. And she's like, there wasn't anybody here. And he's like, so right. who hit you in the face? Cut to later. Christine's like in bed and Justin is kind of like right outside, like the bedroom door talking to someone maybe doctor or cops or something. I'm not sure. It doesn't, it's like, we just kind of hear him and she hears him. Okay. Um, and it's like basically the person saying like the rack, it could be like a reaction, um, from her being attacked earlier in the day. Okay. Like a PTSD type of situation. Yeah. So is someone there or is this happening on the phone? I think someone was there. It's, I don't know. Unclear. Okay. We didn't really see We just heard. Okay. So now, um, 
Justin comes in and sits with her on the bed. And she's like, I feel, you know, better. And um, he's like, oh, it was a doctor. So the doctor said, you know, like victims of violence um, sometimes re-experience trauma and um, like misinterpret it or something. And she feels embarrassed. La, la, la. And so like he kisses her and it's sweet. And he's like, why don't we like take a trip this weekend? Like we can go on Saturday, take the train up to Santa Barbara and we can go to like my parents' cabin. And like oh, get away. that sounds delightful. Delightful. I'm in, Justin. Let's go. Oh my gosh. Let's go. That sounds great. Pick me up at eight. <laughs> so they're cute. And then cut to them later. They're both asleep in her bed. And seemed very bright for nighttime but you know whatever um basically the window above the bed is open and a bug flies in and there's actually one point where it flies like directly onto the camera ah uh, <laughs> so we I don't like, like these bugs see it like standing on the camera yeah moving its little wires like this beep, 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 beep. did you just say move moving its little wires yeah 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 you know I do. I do. Were you referring to the legs or the antenna? Both. Both? Just moving all its little moving its little wires. I hear you. <laughs> you get it. I do. And then it moves um, onto Christine's face, but she's like asleep. And so it's kind of that thing where she kind of like hits it away, but like is still sleeping. Yeah. And at one point it kind of like crawls up her nose and then back out. Uh, barf and then it's like on her lip and like gets like inside her mouth so then she starts like choking so she like sits up and is like coughing and like coughs it out so she's sitting up now um and like a light wind kind of starts like blowing in the window and she kind of like just looks uncomfortable so she lays back down and she looks over at justin he's the old lady no excuse me ma'am it's not Justin it's the old lady and the old lady jumps on Christine and starts biting at her again and with her gum mouth no she's her dentures she has her teeth in okay either way and gross and the old lady kind of like gets in her face and like biting at her and then throws up bugs all over her like cockroaches Uh, and worms like into her face uh I'm going to cordially wish you adieu I'm out of here. No, ma'am. You're in this. <sighs> okay. Then you start coughing, and then all of a sudden, wake up. Mm. It's morning. It was a nightmare. Okay. Justin wakes up, and Christine's like, like I couldn't wake up. I couldn't wake up. And, and he holds her, and he's like, it's just a dream. Like, you know, it's okay. So later, he drops Christine off at work. Um and uh i guess like a rental car had been like dropped off for her this morning there and he's like hey uh try not to piss off any old ladies today okay ha <laughs> funny joke <laughs> <sighs> i'm about to make a justin stew wow <laughs> i think he was just trying to be nice and cute and funny <laughs> <laughs> Nikki loves you. Uh, okay, so anyway, <laughs> she sits at her desk. Yep. And she kind of has, like, weird face. Like, I don't know. And she looks down at her stomach, and we hear, like, a buzzing sound. 
no and then Stu walks up and he's like oh you're just getting here <laughs> and then oh he's my god like, get out of here Stu so are you gonna um finish teaching me like the rest of like the loan procedures or whatever and she's like um I kind of like have a lot on my mind can we do it tomorrow and he's like yeah let me just go ahead and tell boss man that uh you don't have time and she's like no 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 and so he like sits down and she starts like explaining and then it's like click 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 like fingernails mm -hmm. and Stu's hands have become the old lady's hands clicking <sighs> fingers fuck fuck and so Christine just stares and Stu's like yeah and and it's like click 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 and she's like just like it gets kind of like louder and louder and then she like stands and um screams at him and she's like get your filthy knuckles like off my desk oh girl you're losing or it something oh, like no. that and Stu's like whoa, whoa and like gets up and then her phone rings so she's standing she picks it up and she's like and like she picks it up and then like blood is like starts dripping on the paper like below her and she's like Christine blood and brown and like the boss walks oh. up like in front of her and he's like, Christine. And she, he's like, your, your nose is bleeding. Like, and her nose is bleeding. So it was like dripping onto the papers. Yeah. And the boss is like, here, let me help. And Christine's like, no, 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 I got under control. And then at that moment, her mouth starts gushing blood. When I say gushing, I mean like a pouring, pouring spout of blood to the point of then she covers her mouth and then it starts squirting through her fingers like directly straight out so then it starts like spraying all over the boss I am <laughs> I don't know what to do right now I just picture this blood is gushing out of your mouth so then you try to cover it so then you're just you're shooting it directly at people then just yeah. by just by the pure pressure <laughs> i'm fucking like stunned right now i'm so upset can you imagine the feeling no. of that much liquid coming up out of your throat like fuck my life well, I mean, you can imagine from all the times you puked uh, when you were younger. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, I can. Yeah, I'm pretty. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did she start laugh, laughing and then turn into coughing and then vomit? Been there. Yeah, been there. Uh, I've been the boss in that situation where the vomit is just <laughs> puked all over me. <laughs> Drunk outside of out the side of a moving truck, sure. Yep, sure. In a drawer, sure, sure. on a bed, everywhere. Who knows? <laughs> hey. Oh god, that's so gross and so upsetting. Like I just don't know who should be more grossed out. You know what I mean? Like both. I think everyone, everyone is, involved is is just grossed. Yeah, just real grossed. Yeah. So okay, it stops. The boss okay. is kind of freaked out. Christine is freaked out. And she's like, I'm so sorry. And she like runs out of the bank. Right. And in that moment, Stu kind of sneakily grabs that loan file that she was working on, oh, like off her desk. Fucking piece of shit. I think Stu and the old lady are in cahoots. You think? I do. I think he hired the old lady to be a fucking creeper so that he could get a promotion. The dumb asshole. Well, question number five. This just happened. Shit went down at the bank. Mm -hmm. 
where do you go and where does she go? The hospital. The hospital, if you will. And if they don't believe me, I'm going to get the security tape uh, from the bank so that they can see how I just exploded blood all over people. Um, And for some reason, I feel like I'll be safer in a hospital. Uh, And I think she's going to go to the old lady's house and be like, what did you do to me? No, no, no. Fuck it. We're both going back to the spiritual advisor, Rahm Emanuel or whatever his name was. Rahm Emanuel. Oh, that's what you're doing. You said? I changed it. Yeah, we're both going to do that. Point for you. Okay. Christine is like walking through some yard that we haven't seen. Her nosebleed has stopped and we see the old woman's car. Okay. The old woman's house, I presume. Okay. And Fuck, she I should have gone on. to the old lady's house. God damn it. I'm realizing in this moment that I didn't tell you one specific sentence that would, if, if you had said old woman's house, I would have given you the point. It ends up being a different house, but it's the same idea. Sure, sure, sure. There's like one moment in the beginning where I was, should have said something that I realized I didn't say. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I um, still ended up going to the spiritual advisor. Right, right. So you're right. But so, like, um. Yeah. So basically at one point when they're trying to fight over the loan in the beginning, like she's like, mm-hmm. where do I go? Like, where will I go? With, like, I don't have a house. And she's like, you can stay with your granddaughter. Um, I see you have a granddaughter here and like something like that. So okay. she knocks so on the door. The granddaughter's, the granddaughter's house. house. Okay. So, but at first I thought it was the old woman's house. Um, but she knocks on the door. The wind is kind of blowing. The chimes are blowing. The trees and the leaves are lightly. <laughs> and we just see... A little eyeball poke out of the door and someone with an accent, a lady is like, who are you? And she's like, um, I'm came, I came to see Sylvia Ganesh. Um, I'm, I'm a friend of hers. No, you ain't, bitch. Uh-huh. The woman opens the door and she's like young and hot. And she's like, oh, I know who you are. My grandma told me that you would come back. You're the woman from the bank who took her house. Took her house. Oh, ma'am. Let's rephrase that here. Continue. And Christine is like, the bank took her house. Like, I, I just worked there. Like, I, I tried to help, but my boss wouldn't let me. Um, and the woman's like, you're going to stand there and lie to my face? And Christine's like, no. And the woman just, like, stares at her, and she's like, you used to be a real fat girl, didn't you? And Christine was oh. like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Once a chubby girl, always a chubby girl. It really lives inside your heart forever. And she's like, I can tell. You are not welcome here. And closes the door. Because I'm fat? (laughs) Or was fat? Is that why? Is this another rejection? Uh, Pork queen, 1995. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. And so Christine's like, wait, wait, wait. Like I need to see her. I need I need her to forgive me, and I and I I need to like get her house back. And yeah, the, the woman opens the door, and she's like, "You're gonna make everything all better." Okay, come in. Okay. And so Christine walks in, and she's like, "Where is she?" And the woman just kind of like points down a hallway, and so Christine just like starts walking, 
and she's like kind of walking down a dark hallway and it's slowly we start to hear kind of like laughing and people and then this other woman comes up behind her and is like kind of like pushes her into this room that's like bright and there's like a ton of people and music is playing and they're all like talking and like all a lot of in a different language and stuff like that um and I'm like oh it's like a big like family dinner or something you know yeah yeah and we look at the table and that like the head of the table is this big glass that has a handkerchief laid on top of it oh fuck and then there's a stand with a big picture on it of the old woman so she's Christine starts to have the same realization and slowly just like backs up and then she kind of trips and falls backwards onto a casket with the old woman's dead body the table breaks so Christine falls on the ground like on her back the casket falls and the body rolls out on top of her so they're like mouth to mouth like face to face and then I really hate this. This greenish liquid from the dead body's mouth just like pours out onto her, like all over. Can her. you fucking imagine the smell? <laughs> the fucking smell. Even, like, I don't even know what it was that came out. I couldn't even. I, I wouldn't even know which bodily fluid to describe it as. Do you know what I bet it was? When the body starts to decay, it putrefies. Uh, uh, So it's literally just like putrescence. uh, uh, I'm sorry. I just vomited I feel like if that fell on me, I would seriously just like short circuit, like (laughs) mid-scream. Like just be like, "Ah!" dead. (laughs) What's worse is like she is screaming, so it's like going in her mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So funny fucking gross okay what would you rather have in your mouth putrescence or the sugarless carbonated kool-aid the sugarless carbonated kool-aid in a second <laughs> putrescence <laughs> i mean look i bet the taste is similar but very acidic i'd feel you know? better that this was like I watched it be freshly made. It's just a package yeah. of something in water. It's not yeah. the, the, the rotting yeah. of a dead body. Whereas this would be like acidic and like a sourness to it, but it would also have the consistency of like loogies. Yeah, ex- that's exactly <laughs> what it did. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it would taste I just tried, exactly I just, the same. Yeah, I just tried to gross you out and you it yourself fired out. back on me well yeah because I, you're the one I, living I, I, in it right now i'm not i was yeah, like no I that was actually buttoned myself it was a better description than i had i, I didn't really know how to give the exact description and you nailed it so that's what's <sighs> in your mouth right now and just being gushed all over your face so that's you that's where very, we're at very exciting glad i was so good at describing that for myself <laughs> <laughs> so now everyone there is just like staring and I think maybe screaming or something and Christine's screaming and she's like get her off me get her off me and so people come and like lift the old woman's body up but like her like hand had like grasped hold of like some of Christine's hair and as they like pull her up it like rips some of her hair out what out of her fucking head no and they put her back in the casket and the granddaughter walks up and she's like you still going to make everything all right for her? 
Um, I don't know. Things have gotten complicated. You deserve everything that is coming to you. Do you have any mouthwash before I skedaddle out of here? And then it's like a close-up of the old woman's face that's just kind of like eyes are just kind of like dead looking at Christine, though, like sideways. (laughs) Shoot. Shoot. Gosh darn it. I am really in a pickle here. Uh, A loogie, acidic pickle. Putrescent pickle. Yum. Question number six. What do you do? What does she do? I am going to buy that house from the bank. Uh, that the, the old lady's house, not the granddaughter's house. And I am going to buy it and then come back and sit down and worship that grandmother's altar and be like, I have bought the house. It, I will tend it and take care of it forever. Just take this curse off me. I'm going to go ahead and say that you definitely don't have the money for that. And I know that. Mm, You know that. Okay. Uh, Well, now I am going to the spiritual advisor to be like, can you talk to this dead lady and get her off my back? Um, What does she do? She asks, she does the same. Yes. Double ding. <clears throat> yes. She'll let you go to the old lady's house. Buy the house <laughs> with your money you don't have. Uh, yeah. I was just like, she works for a bank. She probably knows how to get a loan, but this was better. Yeah. I think it's more immediate than I'm going to go ahead and get a loan for this house to um, have in the next well, uh, uh, yeah. three months to a year. Uh, guess what? You're in hell by then. Yeah. My bad. What, let's just head on over to Rahm Emanuel's house. So we're at Rahm's and he tells her now, okay, I believe what plagues you is the Lamia. And she's like, that's the word that the old woman used. There was a lot oh, of times okay. the old woman was like yelling shit at her that I couldn't fucking understand. So sure, sure, I think sure. at one point she was like, la mia, la mia. Okay. So Ram tells her what it is. So it's a black goat that's summoned by gypsies for their darkest deeds. Uh-oh. The first three days, the nasty spirit torments its victims And then the taker of souls comes for the owner of the cursed object. Something taken from the victim, cursed, and given back. So Christine pulls out the button. And she's like, what do I do? Like, burn it? And he's like, I mean, whatever condition the button is in, you would still be the owner. So the Lamia would still come to take you. Right. Okay, so when the old woman took the button... She blew on it and shit, cursed it, and then gave it back to her? Yeah. Okay. I missed that part. All right. Got it. And so he's like, I mean, you'd still be the owner of the button, so the Lamia would still come to take you. And she's like, take me where? And then he, like, looks down at the book, and it's a picture of hell. 
of hell. It's a picture of 2020. Yes. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And Christine's like, so how do I get rid of this? And he's like, well, you can attempt to appease the spirit. Like the simplest way would be a blood offering. You could do like a small creature sacrifice. And she's no. like, no, I'm like a vegetarian and I work at puppy shelters and I can't do that. Yeah. And he's like, you'll be surprised what you'll do when the Lamia comes for you. <laughs> and he gives her a book called Animal Sacrifices in the Service of Deities. Fuck! Cut to later, and she's in her kitchen sitting at the table reading the book, and, like, her cat comes up and, like, says hi to her. And then she closes the book really quickly. She hears a noise. And it's more like gate metal sounds. And then, like, a thudding. And then slowly she, like, turns towards the door and the shadow. Um, oh, like, as she turns, like, we see behind her, like, a shadow. And then there's, like, clinking and banging. And, like, slowly she gets up and she walks towards the front window. And it's, like, more banging. And then it's, like, and there's, like, a devil shadow that, like, comes towards her. And now the devil shadow is, like, running all around the house, like, growling kind of. But it's just a shadow. Like, it's right, right, just, right, right, um, right. Um, question seven, what does she do? What do you do? Fuck. I'm like literally tearing up right now because I went for a walk yesterday in a new neighborhood and there were just in someone's backyard, a deer and her two babies just eating grass and like staring at me and not afraid of me. And I sat on the curb outside of someone's house and cried just watching deer for like, 25 minutes and so all I could think when you were talking about like because I kept thinking it was like who could hunt you like who could like do this so I just feel like I'm having a I'm sure that was interesting for the person who lived inside that house I honestly (laughs) thought about it and went I don't care I can't care these beautiful beings are begging to be observed right now um it was actually really cool Okay, so a devil shadow just came at me, and I've just yeah, been... Yeah, ex- and it's kind of now just, like, shadowing along the walls a little bit. Got and it. Like, it's wind and, like, noise and I don't know. And is this at my house you now? Are inside Am I home. back at my house? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did I take the book on animal sacrifice? You were sitting down reading it. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... I'm gonna... F- pick an animal to sacrifice but I'm gonna have Justin come hold my hand while I do it uh and I I guess we'll do that together I'm so sorry you're gonna get zero points okay I okay so you mean I just made a choice to sacrifice an animal and I don't even get any points for it? I'm so sorry. I hate this. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> I have to laugh because I'm so sorry. I'm so- I mean, it's funny. <laughs> this will teach me no matter what, never sacrifice the animals. This will teach me. She just... <laughs> Runs upstairs. Ma'am. Ma'am. Runs straight up the stairs. And So even if I had sacrificed an animal, it still wouldn't have kept me alive? Okay. All right. I trust you. 
Um, she runs up the stairs and uh, stops like right in front of her bedroom door and like looks back at kind of like the um, the stairwell. She can kind of see like um, just the top part of the stairwell. And so um, against the wall, she starts to see a shadow of a door open and close downstairs and then step, step. And then this horned shadow starts slowly coming up the stairs. She can see on the wall. So she runs in the room. She closes and locks the door. And then she waits. There's more noises coming from outside her door. She grabs her phone and calls Justin. Um, He's at work. uh, So it's like cuts to him, but his phone is like being charged on the other side of the room or something. So it's ringing and he just doesn't hear it. Right. Step. Step. Closer. Step closer and then underneath her door she sees the shadow of hooves no and then here's growling and then she looks at her phone and her phone battery like goes all the way down to dead and she's staring at it and then the old lady's face is on the phone and it like screams at her so she drops the phone (laughs) the shadow underneath the doorway slowly starts like turning into hands that are reaching under the door like the shadow starts growing as hands reaching through towards her of course so she jumps back like right as the hands try to grab her she goes to the window above her bed and like tries to unlock it a demon face from outside Ah! screams at her and breaks the window she falls on the ground nothing basically picks her up by her legs so now she's floating in the air upside down And then wind and curtains and all this shit in her room are just swirling around her as she's screaming. I fucking hate it when nothing picks me up. I know. The nothing. It is the worst when nothing. Oh. Great. Now I'm thinking about our text in the swamp of sadness, you dumb bitch. I'm sorry. It was the nothing. It was the nothing. God damn it. So fucking she's hanging upside down. Shit's swirling around her. She's screaming. Um, now she gets thrown up against like her dresser and onto the ground. She gets up and she looks around and it like slowly gets quiet. Like the wind kind of like whistles away kind of. Mm-hmm. And she's just like the room is in like shambles. Like it looks like a tornado hit. Yeah. Yeah. Except and now, the tornado was me. It's just sunny and the birds are chirping. And she just like stares at everything. And is like, cool, I'm going insane as well. Great. Question number eight. What does she do? What do you do? I am going to. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to check myself into a mental hospital. So that I am under constant observation. So if I start getting tornadoed, I will be observed and other people will be in my army of figuring it out. Okay. Because um, you said that her room is physically a shambles. So there's yes. physical evidence of the me tornado. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, what does she do? Does she, is this when she decides to sacrifice an animal? Point for her. Cut to her grabbing a knife 
from the kitchen and saying, okay. here, kitty, kitty. And then it's just, we see her like lifting the knife and then it's just stab, stab and blood explodes. So we don't really see anything. It was a fucking cat. Yes, I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. It was quick. It was quick. All right. Keep going. We didn't see anything cut to her in her backyard, like burying it. And as that's happening, Justin comes in calling her and um, she like quickly like goes away from that area and comes to him. And um, he's like, you left the bank earlier. You're not answering like my calls. Like, and then he looks at her. He's like, is that blood like on her sleeve? (sighs) Yeah. And she's like, no, why would there be blood? Um, It's tomato juice. And he's like, girl. (laughs) And he's like, "Um, why don't. Uh, why don't we do dinner like another night? Like you've had a rough couple of days. Like, are, are you feeling all right? And she is like, um, she's like, I haven't been, but I think everything is going to be okay now. So like, honey, I, I can tell you totally right now go. it's not. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It's not. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I want to go to dinner. Cut to her. She comes down in this like really pretty yellow dress and they show up at this like fancy house. I literally put house question mark because it's so big fancy that oh. I was like, where are we? That sounds beautiful. It's his parents' house. Oh. Into so it. They come in doing some intros. Um, Dad and Justin go off to like make them drinks. And Christine's coming in. She's like has like a homemade cake with her that uh-huh. she like hands to the mom. And she's like, it's a harvest cake. And the mom is like, oh, is that something you used to make on your farm? Okay, you dumb bitch. And she's like, well, yeah, because like geese eggs are really great during harvest time and it makes like a dense cake. And she's like, mm, thank you. Why is this lady such a cunt monger? Because she's an entitled bitch. Yeah, God, it's just like over the top bitchiness. Jeez. Like she's like not probably as attitude as I am, but she's like. But w- yeah, she her... just she doesn't approve of this fucking chick for her son. Right, right, right. Because right. she thinks that she's better than her or that he's better than her. And she's Guess like, listen, bitch, bitch, I am the pork queen. 1995. Okay. Bitch. <laughs> So now they're all sitting down at dinner and the dad is asking about Justin's nerdy coin collection and mom is, you know, talking down to Christine more being like, oh, you know, working at the bank, like, oh, it must be hard to be a teller. Like you're on your feet all day or something like that, you know? And like Christine's like, or one, maybe Justin is just like, no, she's a loan officer. Right. Yeah, she's not a fucking teller. Not that there's anything wrong with being a bank teller, you no, dumb bitch. bitch. But <sighs> Christine is now like talking about it, and I guess there's like she I, something about like that that new loan or whatever that the the fucking boss was impressed by because she was like, well, I was reading the Wall Street Journal and I saw that this company was like in need of something, so I had like like she basically like made the deal happen like because oh, of wow, like, so it was actually like super fucking a impressive. big deal, yeah, cool. yeah. And so the mom was like. Okay, like, uh, your mother must be very proud of you. And Christine was like, I suppose I don't, I don't really see much of her. Ever since my dad died, she just um, stays on the farm because, uh, because my, 
my mother's an alcoholic. Oh, shoot. And then the shoot. mom is like, oh, well, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Honestly, I, I admire your honesty. She's like, my father had a drinking problem, but I was too ashamed to admit it. You've got backbone. Okay. She's like, all right. Unlike that last girl he brought home. So like sh- the bonding is now like happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nice work, Christine. Mm-hmm. So now the um, maid brings in <clears throat> the cake that Christine made for dessert. And they each get a piece in front of them. And Christine kind of starts to hear some creaking sounds from like behind the the door, I guess, to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. It's just like a closed brown door. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm nervous. Christine asks if Justin heard something and they're kind of and he like the parents actually like the cake. Um, and Christine oh, okay. looks at hers, but it looks like it's like moving like it kind of has raisins and shit in it. So it looks like things are moving throughout it. And then it mm-hmm. looks like an eyeball. Ah! I was thinking everyone was going to look down and it was going to be maggot cake. Nope. Eyeball cake. Eyeball cake. Which Gross. would you which would you prefer? I was just about to ask you the same thing. Whose eyeball is it? I Human don't know. eyeball? Cow ball? I mean eyeball? Cow ball. <laughs> okay. Do you uh, want cow balls, an eyeball, or maggots in your cake? Okay. Do you, all right. Do you remember? Do you remember? I have a reason for this. Do you remember the scene in Lion King in Akuna Matata where they're eating grubs? Right, 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 right. They kind of made them look kind of delicious. Right. So I think I'm going to pick maggot cake and sing Akuna Matata as I do it. Because what I don't want is both cow balls and eyeballs have an exploding in your mouth factor that I cannot abide. So I'm going to go with maggot cake. And you? How sure are you that maggots don't have an exploding factor? Because there's like, it's just the aqueous humor inside of a, a, an eye and it's just the jism inside of a ball whereas like maggots have to have other stuff in there right i don't know what so what are you picking i don't know i don't want any of them um you have to you have to pick cow ball eyeball or maggots like you made the maggots more appealing Mm -hmm. and people do eat bugs in the world Kind of where that's kind of where I was going. I've eaten little, little grasshoppers in Mexico. Yeah, that's um, kind of where I was going with but that. Because like, they're living maggots, right? Like they're like right. squirmy. Like, yeah, maggots really gross me. <laughs> what a wonderful <laughs> phrase! Hakuna matata ain't no passing craze. Maggots really gross me out. Like, yeah, they're not great. This isn't fair. This is your time to be troubled. <laughs> I'm the tale teller. I'm the tale teller. I'm supposed to be having fun while you suffer in pain. This is not fair. I was fine. Broken I'll last post- week. I'll postpone this question until next week when I am the story master. <laughs> I think I'd go one of the. Like I think I'd have to go one of the balls. Cow or I. 
I don't know. Can I cut them each open and decide from there? Sure. That's what I would do. Yeah. Okay. I want to cut them. Make your- like, I don't want to eat a full ball and it, like, squish in my mouth. Like, yeah. I want to cut it open first. Well, you can take uncharacteristically get, small bites anyway. Get so. the lay of the land. Exactly. Lay I, mean, I wouldn't land. be able to fit that in my mouth completely to be That's able to true. chew. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Back to the ki- Wait. <clears throat> so, where are we? Are we at the dining room? Ta- we're at the dining room table. Her cake is moving. Okay. Got it. So Brad Pitt is there. He's got buns. <laughs> Stop it. Do not laugh. <laughs> so um, they're sitting at the table. There's an eyeball in her cake. Where mm-hmm. am I on the page? Okay. She stabs at it and like it kind of like blood or jelly oozes out. Um, but like she's kind of the only one experiencing this, you know, like the family's still talking. Um, right. Justin is, right. looks at her a little concerned. Like he can tell some, uh, but the, she's got a face on. Yeah. The parents are like having a full on conversation, just like okay. living their life. Um, <clears throat> And she tries, um, so like she had stabbed her fork like into it. So her fork was just like standing in the cake. And then she tries to grab the fork and it, I don't know, gets sucked in or disappears or something. And then she hears loud noises like all around. And it's just like they're talking and talking and talking. And then it's like fever pitching and it stops. Oh God, I hate that. And then the mom was like, would you, Christine? And Christine is just like, "Uh, no, no, of course not. And Justin's like. no, we did. We met at a bar and mom's like, well, you better get your stories straight. Like they just uh, came in on mid conversation and she tried to participate. Right. And so yeah. then she, um, Christine takes a bite of the cake and then she starts choking and she's like coughing and coughing. And then a bug comes out of her mouth and starts flying around and like buzzes around the parents. And then it's like a loud, 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 loud screeching sound. And then the door starts like banging, 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 banging. And so Christine like stands up and she like throws a glass at the door and she screams, okay, I hear you. Did nobody else hear it? It doesn't appear so. Fuck! And she's like, leave me alone. Leave me the hell alone. And Justin kind of grabs her and she's like struggling. And he's like, there's no one there. There's no one there. And the parents are just shocked. Oh, shoot. You look nuts. You look so crazy. Oh, no. And Christina's like, I think I better go. And so she starts to leave and Justin starts to follow. And the mom's like, don't follow her. She's a sick girl. Ma'am, that is a she's, very quick conclusion to jump back to. back out of the, the yeah <laughs> Jesus. And Justin's like, she needs my help, and Mom is like, let her go. Uh, question number nine: Where does Christine go? Where do you go? I think I'm gonna stick with my mental hospital situation. Uh, because I also would like to like rule out that I'm not insane possibly like at this point now I would like to rule out that I'm not insane. She goes back to the granddaughter's house. Zero points. Shit. 
I'm just going to go ahead and say that I don't think that doctors and psychiatrists are who are going to help you right now. Okay. Uh, she goes back to the fortune teller, Rom. Okay. But I, his animal sacrifice didn't work. I know. Thing. Okay. So she goes in and she's fucking pissed and she like busts in like throwing shit. And she's like, I did what you said. Like I killed that little animal and it didn't do shit. And, um, and Ram is like, well, the, this is like elusive and powerful forces. Like there's no guarantees. (sighs) Well, you need to put that on your fucking sign, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So she sits down and he's like, you must talk directly to the dark spirit and dissuade it from taking your soul. And he basically says that he knows someone. Okay. He's like, I got a guy. I got a guy. And Christine's like, I'm supposed to trust you. And the fortune teller is like, Ram is like, "Um, well, tomorrow is the third day and then the Lamia will come shit this has only been two days yeah the fucking curse last three days and then you're fucking gone bitch (laughs) fuck this is oh man okay um i think i'm gonna go back and give you a point for your animal sacrifice because it actually helps you to come back to learn more because like if you hadn't have done it or I'll give you half oh. a point at least. Because I know that Thank was hard you. for you. And like you wouldn't get, you needed to get back to here. Yeah. To be like, um, you know, I'll just put it here. Yeah. Thank you. That was really hard to do. I appreciate I it. I know that was really hard for you. And it was actually helpful in your journey. Because I got information. Right. So you're like. Okay. Because now yeah. it brought you back here. And he's like, all right, I know it. I know a dude. Uh, 1-800-DEMONS. He says he knows a woman, but she will be putting herself at great risk doing this. So it's going to be $10,000 cash tomorrow. Fuck. Does she take credit cards? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, because... You're dead in a day. Okay. Cut to Christine at the bank, putting on lipstick, goes into her boss's office, and she's like, you know, that new um, position um, basically asks for an advance um, Uh, for the job. uh Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, she's like, you know, it's a, I have a sick relative or something, like it's not a, it'll be okay, but, you know, I know it's not official yet, but basically can I have an advance? Yeah. And then the boss informs her that that big deal has been canceled. <gasps> they ended up going. Stu took that file. They ended up going with another bank. God damn so, it. So, you know, doesn't look good for you, Christine. God damn Go it. Go get me a turkey club. No, he doesn't say that. But, um, but he's like, you know, with everything happening... I uh probably going to have to give the job to Stu. You fucking piece of shit. I'm cursed because of you, you misogynistic asshole. <laughs> Question <sighs> 10. 
What does she do? What do you do? Boil him into a stew. Um, oh, man. She must be so mad. I'm, I'm so mad. I, I, I have a day to live unless I get that $10,000. And even then, it's not for certain. So I am going to lose my shit on my boss so that I at least go, like, you know, get to say my piece. Uh, that'll keep dream. my soul alive. Agreed. Yeah. I've always wanted um, to leave a job by like flipping a table or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's going to be some flipped tables. It's the dream. Um, oh yeah. It really is. God. To just get to like express your anger with abandon. Right? Yeah. It's literally <laughs> my dream. Um, <laughs> Okay, what does she do? Fuck it. That's like when um, Jeff quit the Roosevelt during like NBA oh, uh, weekend yes. or whatever. The and playoffs or something? Yeah, or it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, <laughs> and he literally was like the middle of the night, like overnight shift, and he just went into the fucking <laughs> dining room and was just like, fuck you and screamed it and took his apron off and never came back and I was like oh, I'm my so jealous of you god that must have felt so fucking good uh I'm gonna give this to Christine as well I'm gonna let her have this I bet it'll feel good it'll give her some emotional strength to oh but she still has to get ten thousand dollars no I'm gonna ask to borrow it from Justin I'm sorry. I'm going to flip out. She's going to ask to borrow it from Justin. You're going to flip out. Yeah. Anything else? Borrow money from Justin. Point, point <laughs> for you. Okay. She doesn't borrow money from Justin? She doesn't. She's a strong, independent woman. Okay. Cut to her at her house going through all her shit it's like right. a flute she goes into the garage and there's like a big trunk and she's like emptying shit out going through shit she has ice skates she rips open a curtain the old woman's there ah, and shit. the old woman screams at her and like pushes christine back and starts to choke her christine is screaming the old woman punches into christine's mouth up to her elbow why is this bitch in my mouth all the time <laughs> Oh. Why? So, Why won't she get out of my mouth? So Stop half of her arm is fisting your mouth. I hate this. She really is all I up in your mouth. I do not like mouth horror. <laughs> this, this entire movie is real mouth horror. I did Sam not Raimi. know that I had an aversion to oh. mouth horror, but I do. So old woman's screaming something at her. And then I, I would, I would ask you, what do you do? What does she do? But there's no way for you to know that this is now a Looney Tunes cartoon because. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Okay. Ready? Yeah. She bites her arm off at the elbow. No. no. Oh. No. What? She notices that above the woman old woman 
is um, an anvil on a rope. Oh, that oh, is so it's a, okay. So it's an actual Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> For some reason, that the rope is on a pulley. I mean, I'm not a homeowner. I don't know how maybe that it was a weight-bearing no. beam anvil situation to hold your garage up. I don't know. But she happened. Did it look like to, an anvil? It like looked an like an anvil. anvil. I mean, I could be wrong. I was, like, furiously taking notes. But, like, and I didn't watch okay. this one through first. Yeah. Here's <laughs> what I do want you to postmortem for this. <laughs> This is true. I want I you to call up Skip Porter and say, as a homeowner, what are the possible reasons in reality that someone might own a Looney Tunes anvil from the Acme company? And see what he Literally says. tied to the ceiling. The rope is on a pulley. And then that rope is like connected to the beam that she's now being pushed against. Yeah. Th- deep-throated With currently deep-throated. and okay. um she happens to have the ice skates in her hand so sure. she quickly realizes all of this and then takes the ice skates to then cut the rope yep <laughs> and the old woman kind of notices that so she rips her arm out the anvil right. falls on her head it like squishes her head christine screams the old woman's eyes pop out pop out and mm-hmm. like into christine's face and mouth because she's and then we hear and then we hear <laughs> meep meep and the road runner runs away exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's just because like she's always screaming so then things always get in her mouth in you her know mouth. like 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 just a lot more closed mouth screaming i guess like it's tough it's tough it's tough yeah like i guess if i was her i'd have the same situation there'd be a lot of shit flying in my mouth yeah i mean i guess we'll add that to our survival tips scream with your mouth closed i mean just think of us even at like haunted houses we are (laughs) insane people screaming like we are open-mouthed we are all the mouth time. agape <laughs> the entire yeah. time yeah yeah wow we're really gonna have to reevaluate <laughs> it's just constant widest mouth that you can have ah, shit okay so back to uh, so her eyeballs pop tunes. in her face and her mouth um christine like turns her head the anvil ends up just like falling on the ground the old woman's disappeared okay and again the birds are chirping. Chirp, chirp. What a lovely day outside. So you were right. Meet me. <laughs> Cut to her dragging shit to the pawn shop and she like throws it all down. He's like, I'll give you 3800 for everything. And she's like, uh, and it's like all my stuff. You know, so now she's at home sitting at the kitchen table, like with the cash laid out and like a fucking calculator and different shit. And she's just eating ice cream and crying. Hey, Hey, been there, been there (laughs) hard (laughs) every day this week. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Every day, the past five months, super familiar (laughs) with this whole situation. (laughs) So Justin comes in and he sits down at the table with her and he's like I thought you were lactose intolerant and she's like <laughs> eh, I thought screw it 
Yeah. I'm eating ice cream. Yeah. And Justin says, I paid Rom. Oh. And he's like, I don't know what I believe, but I know that you do. And I know how much pain this is causing you. And he's like, I, I made a promise the night that I fell in love with you, that I'll always look after you and take care of you. So I paid him. This is a good dude. Yeah, it really is. This and is she's a good like, dude. You remember the night you fell in love with me? And he's like, I remember the second I fell in love with you. I love that. And then I remember jump I remember into th- each other's arms. I remember the minute that I fell in love with Eric. Hmm. Like it was like an actual minute. My car was getting its oil changed over at Jiffy Lube. And so we went to a coffee shop that's no longer there called Tsunami. And we just sat there in silence, drinking coffee, reading a newspaper, just not talking. And I was just like, oh, there it is. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, it's nice for you to tell that to to the people. (laughs) I'm just going to be alone. I remember the moment that I fell in love with. Oh wait, no one, <laughs> no one. I also I'm alone I fell in love with you forever. <laughs> it feels like <laughs> I wish I was maybe a Benjamin Button, <laughs> so at least I couldn't feel. Oh, <laughs> Benjamin Button. So you're just hoping to age backwards into a baby. Not to a baby, just a little bit back. A little bit back and then just stop. And then go forward again. Oh, oh, okay. We, oof, okay, this is getting complicated. We're going to need a lot of buttons for this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the proper amount of buttons for that exact A thing. lot of buttons. All right, I'll get to work. See you soon. I don't even think that that's necessary per se. I could take my person right now. I don't need to be younger. It's fine. But okay. right now, universe, <laughs> excuse me, hello? I'll just start throwing buttons at you just in case. The time is nigh. <laughs> so anyway, cut to um, Justin and Christine driving up to a house. Um, Christine is going alone, which Ram said she had to do. Oh, she gets out of the oh, car. Oh, driving up to a house, not a house. driving. Okay, got it. Uh, they like pull into a driveway. So she gets out and she looks at a, at the house as the wind blows. It's the big one from the beginning. Shit. With the little kid who got dragged into 2020? Yeah. Okay. Got it. So Inside is Ram, and he introduces her to the woman. Her name is Sean Sandina, and she's an experienced medium and has been personally touched by the Lamia. Okay. So Sean tells her about the first encounter um, that she had in this house, and she lost a young boy sold to the beast, and she's been waiting for years for the chance to redeem herself and destroy it. And she's like, tonight the chance will come but I need you to help summon it. Can you be strong? And Christine yes. is like, I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> but 
voice crack, voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> so they go into like a big gothically decorative room and she says that her late husband was also a medium and he picked this place um, for their house because like there's forces here that allow a doorway to be opened and we may pass through it, but other may, others may pass into our world. And so basically there's like a table in the middle of the room, like a little circular table with four chairs at it. And there's just like a candle in the middle. Okay. And so all three sit at the table and it's the same floor from the beginning, the marble floor. Mm-hmm. And they sit down and then loud screeching noise. Shit. And Christine like, screams and stands up and Sean's assistant I don't know who this person was like comes in from another room bringing like a goat on Ah! a rope and so the goat is all like it was it was just the goat making goat sounds and Sean is like everything is for your own good and um they basically tie the goat to the table so in between Sean and um Christine so mm-hmm. it's like Sean, Goat, Christine, Rom, um, and then the assistant's going to sit at the other table. So Rom lights the candle. The assistant turns off the lights. And Sean, like, um, at the table, like, uncovers, like, a machete and starts, like, blessing it, basically. Right. And she's like, we're going to force the spirit into the goat. Like, basically, she's like, I'm going to summon the spirit, put my hands on the goat, and... um. And then she gives the machete to the servant or assistant guy. And like, he has to then strike the goat. Kill. kill. So you're kill. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they all hold hands and close their eyes. And Sean kind of starts like sing chanting or whatever. And Christine asks Rom, like kind of what she should be doing. Like, mm-hmm. um, and he tells her to, to like invite the darkness in. Okay. And Christina's like, I'm scared. And he's like, yeah, just repeat these words. I welcome the dead to my soul. I welcome the dead to my soul. Fuck. I don't know that I do, in fact, welcome the dead to my soul. I need to know more. (laughs) Christine, like, says it, but he's like, you have to believe it. So they're saying it again and again and they're both like saying it now and like more like rapidly and stuff and and sean is like sing chanting and it's more and more and louder and louder and louder and it stops and sean says something else is here with us and then the chandelier starts shaking and like a teacup like flies against a wall and we hear laughter and no. something kind of like moves around the room like against the walls and like behind like there's curtains kind of along the walls so it kind of like moves through all the curtains like behind them and it's just like laughing and laughing and the wind blows and Sean's no. like that's not Lamia that's the spirit of an unsettled soul and she says there are others here as well and then like oh. I can only deal <laughs> with one at a time uh. <laughs> Well, then a lady with an umbrella flies in and she screeches at them. And then like it kind of like shows the whole room and there's like people all around them coming like around the circle. And Sean stands and she just yells. She's like, be gone, spirits, be gone. And they all kind of like blow away. Not now. And Sean says he's coming. And then we hear like little whispers. And then like a table moves and... 
something like the door starts kind of like shaking and banging. Christine is scared. There's more noises. She like looks up and like the walls are shaking and like um, she covers her ears and they all cover the ears. It's loud. And then it's silence and they look around. There's a loud scream slash growl. Ah. And it's just like now like a POV of something flying through the air into Sean. And so Sean like leans over the table and she's kind of screeching and her eyes turn like completely white and like something is clearly possessing her. In her. Yeah. And then she like, she's like hunched over the table. So her hands are both kind of like on the table, but she's like (sighs) hunched over. And so she looks like kind of like a bulldog stance. Yeah. And she looks up and her eyes are completely black. And Rom says, who is in the body of Sean? And she hisses. Lamia. Oh, hey, bud. What's up? I've heard about you. We've been looking for you. It's three days now. I've been. Yeah. How's it, how's it going? How's it? How's it hanging? And Ram says, "What is it you desire?" And it says, "The soul of Christine Brown. We will feast upon it." All right. And Christine is like, "No, it was my manager. I did it." <laughs> and Ram is like, "Silence." And the Lamia is like, uh, or Ram says, Lamia, sure you can be dissuaded from this insignificant woman. Like, surely she's not worthy of, like, your greatness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with that. I'm a real piece of shit. You don't need me. Right, right. You don't need me. Right, right. Yeah. And slowly Christine kind of, like, reaches towards, like, Sean's hand. But, like, in that moment, like, Sean Lamia, like, laughs and, like, lays back a little bit, like, in her chair and then Rom like reaches for the machete. Um, and in that moment, Sean kind of like reaches out, like lifts her arms up and like yells at him and like licks her lips. And she's just like, like, Ew, I more come for you, Christine. Yeah, it was kind of like gross sexual licking too. Yes. Just, just get out of my mouth. <laughs> I thought putting it, it's so different when you tell it versus watching it. Cause yeah. then it's like, wow, there's a lot of mouth. <laughs> a lot of mouth stuff. <laughs> God. And sh- Lamy is like, you're mine. And kind of like reaches her hand towards Christine. Question 11. What do you do? What does she do? Paint a hole into the wall and mm-hmm. run through it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, devil ding. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I love that journey for you. Thank you. Okay. So does Ra- is Rom still holding the machete? Mm, I think so. And Christine Rom is- and or the assistant have the machete, but it's on the table okay. basically. And Christine is reaching out to Lamia. No, Lamia Lamia is reaching towards Christine. Like her, she's reaching her hand towards her. Okay, so what I'm going to do is a little deflect where I'm going to grab her hand and put it on the goat. And then be like, machete, machete, machete. All right. Be like, swipe. Uh... Let's see. What does she do? So hand is reaching towards her. (sighs) I like my answer so much. I think I'm just going to do hand in hand. Yay! 
Hey! Smart move, Mary Ty. Why, thank you, Lermore. Christine just does a little whoop whoop and pushes her hand down. So her hands now go on the goat. Yep. And then uh, Lamy, like Sean's body kind of screams like, no. And then the goat turns into an angry face and starts talking. And he's like, you tricked me, you black hearted whore. And Rom is like, now. And so the assistant gets up and swings at the goat, misses, cuts the rope. So now it's not attached to the table anymore. The oh, my God. bites the assistant's hand. So he drops the machete and kind of like leans over in pain. And Christine reaches for him like, are you OK? And he turns around and screams at her. And the assistant now is Lamia. Is Lamia. And you fucking idiot. He's like, well, at least the goat's safe. Yeah. So he's flying in the air and Rom's like, away, spirit. And assistant Lamia like grabs Rom's neck and like chokes him a little. And then he flies up onto the table and starts like dancing on the table. And he's just like dancing and laughing, having a grand old time. Yeah. And like the candle flame like flies high and Sean is just passed out in her chair um rom is like lumia as the one who summoned you i command you to leave this instant (laughs) (laughs) you got there you got there is (laughs) somewhere along the lines of what he says yep (laughs) and a chair like flies at rom and knocks him over so now assistant lamia yells at christine she kind of like runs towards like a door but something like flies in front of the door to block it and he flies at her and he's like I don't want your cat you dirty pork queen and then he starts like gagging and he throws up her cat oh oh my god the rage that I would just turn into almost sounds fun (laughs) So they're kind of over there doing that. So Rom goes and wakes up Sean and, and like assistant Lamy is just like literally like screams directly in Christine's face. And it just has like big jagged like teeth. And of course Sean's awake now. So she starts like chanting. And so uh, Lamia like flies back to the table and she's like chanting at him and like chanting and he's screaming and he's like kind of just floating above the table and like this like red, like, blood but like air looking kind of thing like kind of flies out of him and he's he's, like out of his mouth and he's just like screaming and then he falls onto the table quiet okay and then he gets up and he has like normal face now and he's like i'm okay and they all smile and like christine hugs sean and she's like you did it and sean's like i tried and then she grabs her chest and like falls over and Ram is like, tells like assistant, like, go call an ambulance. So he like goes to the other room. And Chris- sorry, Christine grabs her chest or no, Sean, Sean does? Okay. Sean. And Ram is like, or like, they're like, is she breathing? No. And so Ram starts doing CPR on, on Sean. And, but Ram and Christine just look at each other and Ram like closes Sean's eyes. No. Fades to black. Now, it's nighttime outside of the big house, and we kind of see in the background, like, a coroner, like, wheeling a body out of the house. 
and Christine and Rom are talking and Christine is saying like, it's so sad. Like she waited 40 years to overcome the Lamia and finally on the last night of her life, she did. And Rom says, you misunderstand. The Lamia cannot be banished by a medium. This is our lesson tonight. I'm so sorry. <gasps> so I'm still lamia And Christine says, but I saw her get rid of it. And Ram was like, no, you saw her drive it from the seance. Fuck. It'll be back. The goat was never slaughtered. So when this night is through, the Lamia will come for the owner of the cursed object. Unless, of course, you're no longer the owner. Do you have the button? So she gives him the button. I know who I shall give the button to. She hands him the button and he puts it in like a little white envelope and licks it. And he just gives it back to her and he's like... More mouth stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I just... I didn't know. It's a lot of mouth stuff. Now we're going to have to go through all of Sam Raimi's uh, whole catalog and check out the mouth action. He's got a lot of mouth stuff. Okay, so he puts it in an envelope, licks it. Gives it back to her and he's like, make a gift of it and you're giving the curse away. Yes. Yes. But she's like, why didn't you tell me this before? And he's oh, like, yeah. well, the Lamia were t- will tear the soul out of whoever you give it to and they will burn in hell for eternity. So, okay, no problem. And she's like, and I'm the one who sent them there. And yeah. he's like, yeah, he's like, well, whatever you decide, you have till morning. Decision made. I'm done. No problem. No problem. For me, it's like I only have one button and there's like so many people that I want to button. <laughs> so it's like, who do I choose? <laughs> so now Justin and Christine are in the car driving and she's in the passenger seat and she's just like sitting with the envelope like on her knees, just like staring at it. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Yeah. Um, and he's like, Justin asks, like, is it over? And she's just like, it's over. Um, and then she looks up and she's like, oh my gosh, stop. And there was like, uh, and she thought she saw like the old woman in the road in front of the car. Um, mm-hmm. but Justin slammed on the brakes. And in that moment, the envelope like flies onto the floor and then like all of his papers fly onto the floor and it gets all like mixed in. And it was actually an old man in front of the car and he has like a cane and he was like walking and he's like pissed and like yelling at them. And he's like, you'll burn in hell. You'll burn in hell. What? You want a button, bitch? All right. You want a button? Right. <laughs> and Justin's like, ah, holy shit. Are you okay? Like, oof. Like, calm down, sir. So he keeps driving. They get back to Christine's house. Like they're parked outside. And basically tomorrow morning is when they're going to Santa Barbara. So they still mm-hmm. want to go on the trip. So Christine is going to meet him at the station at like 730 in the morning. Okay. The train station. Yeah. And not the space station. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you get to Santa Barbara. There's many ways. Yeah. So Christine um, 
grabs her bag and then she starts to freak out because like the envelope's not in it. And she's like, oh my gosh, where's my envelope? Where's my envelope? And she like digs through all the papers on the floor and she finds it. And she's like, okay, phew. Phew. I've got it. Yeah. And then she kisses him goodbye and she's like, 7.30 tomorrow morning. Yes. See you then. She gets out with her envelope and she throws her hat in the air. We're gonna Uh, make make it after all. (laughs) (laughs) Got to her sitting at the counter of a diner and she's just like tapping the envelope on the counter and just like looking around at people. And she's like, there's a family. There's like a couple there. And then like the waitress comes up and she's like, ask us, do you want anything else? Like she's just been drinking coffee all night. Um, or no, she's like, do you want anything else? Or you're just going to drink coffee all night. And Christine's like, what's it to you? And the waitress is like, honey, I make my money on tips. So coffee drinkers don't tip. And Christine's like, oh. honey, keep the coffee coming or I'll give you a tip. You won't forget. A, a button. <laughs> <laughs> And then Christine looks over and she sees like an old man with an oxygen tank, like alone. And so she like gets up and like slowly kind of like walks towards him. And um, then at that moment, like his wife, another old lady comes and like sits with him and like it's cute. So then she stops. So question 12, what does she do? What do you do? This is insane. It's okay. If it was just going to kill somebody, then I'd give it to, yeah, I'd give it to like someone who's on their deathbed, but that person's going to burn in hell for all eternity. That's how I thought about giving it to the cute old man. I was like, I guess yeah. he looks like he's about to die, but like, but he doesn't look like he deserves to burn in hell. Right. This bitch. Okay. So I'm very excited about this question. Uh, I only have one button. So as much as I would love to give my button to my piece of shit boss, I have a feeling I can kill two assholes with one button. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I am going to give that button to our commander in chief because I have a thought that my boss is positively affected by really awful policies that have been put into place by our current president. (laughs) So I will be able to, how are you giving it to Donald Trump right now? I'm going to go to one of his rallies. Okay. Oh, wait, I I only have, I only have a day, don't I? I only have, and I'm in California. You have till morning. It's nighttime. We're both giving it to my boss. Point for you. What? Cut to her on the phone at the, um, <clears throat> like a payphone at the Hoosie Wetsy or whatever. She's on the phone at the diner. Okay. And she's talking to Stu. Okay. And she's like, basically starts threatening him. She's like, you need to come here or I'm going to tell boss manager that you stole the file off my desk and you gave it to the other bank. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll be right there. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> Okay, so she's going after stew. Interesting. You wanted to stew, stew, and a stew. So, like, no, no, no. No, I, I, I just, to me, like, this all started because of the, no, I'm still stewing stew and a stew. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, it's, it's like the, the, all of this narrowed down to her boss for me. But, yes, continue. So now she's sitting at the counter eating an ice cream sundae, asks for another, 
And at this moment, Stu comes in and he's like a fucking scared little turd. (laughs) He's just like, oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Please don't tell me. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, I I, I, like just so like, oh, my gosh. Like, and then like, oh, and so just a sniveling little bitch. She gives him her gift. She's like, I have a gift for you, this envelope. And he doesn't understand. And she's like. This will become your property. And then he like starts to cry and he's like, okay, okay, okay. Like, um, and he's just like real pathetic. And so she stops and she's like, forget it. Just no, no. And he starts to get up and he's like, you're not going to tell my dad. Right. And she's like, just go. So he leaves. And she looks at the envelope and she's like, who deserves this? And she looks over, there's like a newspaper in front of her and it's open to the obituaries. And there's one for Sylvia Ganesh, the old woman. Okay. Question 13. What does she do? What do you do? Does she give? Does she go to Sylvia's grave and give the button to Sylvia? Um, I'm still giving the button to my boss. Really? Okay. She goes to Rom and she's asking, is it possible? To gift to a dead person. And he says, well, there are gypsy blessings bestowed upon the dead. They give gifts to the departed to carry favor with a deceased soul. Um, but the soul never dies. So, yes, I do believe you can give your curse to someone who has passed on. Okay. But you must make like a formal gift of the cursed object to the deceased. Right. <clears throat> Cut to Christine in her car, driving. And she's like saying, she's like, I'll do better than that. I'll shove it down her goddamn throat. Scream. The fucking, uh, there's like the hanky fucking is on the windshield with like the old woman's face on it and like screams at her. Fuck. And so she like windshield wipers it away. (laughs) (laughs) So now she's like scared on alert. And then is driving and then the hanky comes through like the AC like little whoozy wetsies. Greats. Greats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a better word, <laughs> but yeah. You know what I mean? And it like Vents. Vents. Comes through the vents and like flies onto her face and she like can't pull it off. So she stops her car and like gets out of the car and she's like struggling to rip like the hanky off her face. She gets it off and she like throws it. And then it like flies and then <laughs> it flies. And then <laughs> and then it flies into her mouth. No. <laughs> what is that? Sam. <laughs> Sam, you have some things to work out with your mouth. What is it? This is like the director from <laughs> Dead Snow that had like an intestine thing. Yeah. What is why is what what Sam? What's with your mouth? Um, so it like literally flies like all the way down into her throat and is almost completely gone. And she grabs just the tip of it right before it gets down all the way through. 
and then she catches it and then like has to pull it back out like a magician (laughs) i was just about to say like a gross magician so she rips it out and she steps on it and then there's thunder and lightning going on and we see that she has stopped right outside the cemetery right so now she goes to a grave she's fucking digging it starts pouring rain she finally gets down six feet into the fucking coffin she rips the top off it's the old woman's face it's now like pouring rain so it's like muddy and and so gross and lightning and loud and so she screams i'm giving it back to you and she like tries to put the envelope in her hand she's like take it take it and then the body like sits straight up um yeah and and like uh something that i can't read and then um and christine tried to like pushes it off her but like the hand has like grabbed at her hair again and like ripped hair out again why does this bitch keep grabbing my weave? Why are you doing this? <laughs> and that's how Christine feels because she's like, that's the last of my hair you're getting. And then she fucking like hits old lady with like, she like shoves the shovel like <laughs> into, into her, her mouth. mouth. <laughs> but just to open it. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you really? Did you really not notice it until you were telling no. me? No, no, because that's it's just incredible. <laughs> that's fucking incredible. Okay, so she crowbars her mouth open with a shovel, and then she lifts the envelope into the air in the pouring rain, and she's just like, "I, Christine Brown, do hereby make a formal gift of this button to you, Sylvia Ganache." And then she shoves it in her mouth, and she's like, "Choke on it, bitch." And then she kicks her jaw shut. Sure. And so the body now is like slowly getting like covered by like rainy, muddy water. And Christine's like, goodbye. And then she starts to climb out and falls back in. Fuck. And again, because it's fucking muddy and slippery and rainwater. Oh, no. So now the body kind of sits up again with like the envelope in its mouth. And um, now, like, water is getting up to, like, Christine's neck. It's, like, up to both their necks, basically. Like, so it's just their heads, like, floating, like, and her head's, like, bobbing up on her. And there's a big headstone in front that's, like, the shape of a cross. And it ends up, like, falling over directly onto them and hits them on their heads and knocks her out. So they sink into the grave. Jesus Christ. As it's just, like, filling with muddy water. So now it's just, like, raining and pouring. (laughs) And then a hand reaches up from the grave. It's Christine. Yay. And she's like. (gasps) And then she like grabs onto the cross thing and like pulls herself up and out of the grave. And she's just like fucking completely covered in mud and soaking wet. And she stands up as the sun rises behind her. Oh. And it's just like water on her face that like fades into like shower water on her face she's home taking a shower and then her phone rings and like the the home phone and so she's kind of like getting ready as the answering machine is playing Mm -hmm. so we just hear kind of the voiceover and it's the boss and he's like Sorry to call call so early. I just wanted to let you know that I found out that Stu stole the file and tried to broker the deal at 
that at that other bank. An hour ago, he came by my house and tried to pin the whole thing on you. What? Stu, you're getting stewed, motherfucker. And now she's like, we see her like driving to the train station with her luggage. And the voiceover is like, just wanted to let you know that come Monday morning, the assistant manager position will be waiting for you. It's yours. And then she throws (sighs) her hat in the air. Oh, wow. So she pulls up to Union Station and we see that um, Justin is like, out on like the train deck, like waiting for the train. And Christine is walking through the station, pulling her luggage. And she like stops and sees on the wall, this like really pretty, like blue coat, like in a store window. Mm -hmm. And she like looks up and like the lady is kind of like fixing the window from inside and they're not open yet. And she's like, but you don't understand me. My boyfriend have a really special weekend. It cuts back to Justin. He pulls something out of his pocket, opens a ring box. And looks at it and then puts it back in his pocket. Cute. At that moment, Christine walks back up and she's wearing the blue coat and hugs him. And he's like, I have so many things I want to tell you. And she's like, no, but I have something I want to say while I have it straight in my head. And he's like, okay, you go ahead. And she says, you never stop believing in me. Thank you for that. And there's something else, something I couldn't admit to you before. I could have given Mrs. Ganesh another extension on her loan, but I didn't. It was my decision and it was wrong of me. And he just like looks at her and he holds her face and he like kisses her. And he's like, you have such a good heart. You're just, you're so beautiful right now. And she's like, do you like my new coat? And she kind of like spins in it a little bit. And he's like, I do. It's beautiful. Like what happened to the old one? And she's like, I threw it out. I never want to see it again. And he's like, oh, oh, man. He's like, that's too bad because look what I found. And he pulls out an envelope from his pocket. What? He's like, I found this in the car. I thought maybe you could sew it back on. He opens the envelope and pulls out the button. What the fuck? And there's just close-up shock. Your face. It's your face is on Christine's face. The same Bonus point question. If she, if the button is there, what did she put in Sylvia's mouth? I don't know. I don't remember what else was in an envelope. I don't know what. She's like staring in shock at this moment. So now it's kind of like that weird sound where it's like, you're hearing the words, but it's like, he's like, I think you might have my standing Liberty quarter. It was an envelope that kind of looked the same. And he's like, Chris, what's wrong? And she just starts like freaking out. And she just slowly starts like backing away and backing. She's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she backs up and she backs up and she falls onto the train track. And Justin's like screaming. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then we see that a train is coming and it's like honk, honk. And Christine looks at it coming and Justin is now on the edge, like reaching down for her. Christine's on the tracks and then flames from below her start opening up and arms start grabbing up and reaching for her. She's screaming and like being pulled into the ground. And 
the train is now passing over her, but Justin can kind of see like through and she's like underneath it being like, help me, help me, like reaching for Justin, like help me. And then she's pulled into fire. Hell disappears into the ground. And then Justin with like tears in his eye looks at the button. Drag me to hell. God damn it. <laughs> the God end. damn it. I, <laughs> I am furious. I am so angry right now. I fucking killed a cat for nothing. And Stu and my boss are still alive. And I am in hell. I'm so angry. You're in hell. Sorry, I'm bitch. Furious. I'm going to count your point while you, uh, I don't know, <sighs> deal, deal with yourself. Okay. Kim, you're in a punk rock band called Duh, and you're on tour. Only problem is your roadie turns into a man-eating monster after midnight. What do you do? Ah, fuck. He might be killing all of our listeners. Okay. I got to get rid of him. I mean, honestly, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to fucking strangle him with the cords, and I'm going to stab him with my drumsticks. That sounds good to me. That's a ding for you. So Uncle Peckerhead is from our friends over at Dread, and it is a blood-soaked mindfuck of a road movie through a post-Trumpian hellscape. Ooh. Sounds right up our alley. Where can we watch it, Bernsey? Uncle Peckerhead is available on demand everywhere August 11th. And available on Blu-ray August 25th. Go watch it, you guys. Yeah. Okay. So, continuing on with your trend of um, the episodes 100s. Yep. For Dead or Alive, you got two out of seven. Wow. This is incredible. I know. This is just incredible. It's, It's I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> you were so wow. good at it. I was so good at it. Okay. All right. Uh, for points out of 26, you got 16 and a half. Uh, for a total of 18 and a half out of 33. Not great. I really thought I did better than that. Yeah. Not I guess great, I did not like horrible. I mean, the dead or lives really bring you down. Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. Now 20s. I know how you feel. Exactly. It's always frustrating because you're like, I mean, I got a point for everything I did, basically. So, like, I yeah. stayed alive, but then my points don't add up to that. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I just, the the feel. I'd love to hear what Sam, Ra- like, I'd love to ask Sam Raimi this. Hey, Sam, cool movie. Love your work. How do you want me to feel at the end of this? <laughs> what was your intention? How did you want me to feel? And I'd just love to hear what he has to say. And I'd like him to answer for his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, just feel defeated. It was so good. I, it was one of those things where it's like everything's working out too well that you know something else is coming. But I felt the same way that you did. Like when, he, like your face and your shock when he pulled out yeah. that envelope. Yeah. Because I definitely was like, what? The, something's not right here. But right. I couldn't have I couldn't have possibly told you how that could have gone wrong. Me neither. Like, I completely forgot about the quarter as well, even watching it. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But I'm also like, like, I amazing. I definitely, I can say this now. I, I definitely would have taken that button out of the envelope and put it in her mouth for sure. I don't know that I would have shoved the entire envelope in her mouth. And at that point I would have known, I think. Sure. Yeah. But I also wouldn't have known that that was an essential part of the the plot. Definitely not. God damn it. Well, we did that. (laughs) Drag me to 2020. That. So should I watch this with my own eyeballs? The tale of mouth horror. (laughs) Yeah. God. But I feel like there's so many titles because there's also the tale of of Mary Ty and Lermore. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Should I watch this with my own eyeballs? I thought it was fun. It had really great jump scares. Um, And it's like. That lady sounds scary. Yeah. She's pretty. She's got a scary face you know and shit going on like I definitely like jumped multiple times and I I didn't watch this one first all the way through um mm-hmm. so even just like actually sp- stopping starting pausing and taking notes I still was like Ugh! like a lot yeah. of times um so it has really fun jump scares and uh I think it's yeah I thought it was fun um you know and it has like little little wacky Sam raimi to it right and anvils falling on <laughs> I don't know it's kind of <laughs> uh, his stuff's like interesting because it's like very n- n- normal it's very normal life everything about it is just like normal and then horror shit start- starts happening but then at the same time there's just this wackadooness to it that like yeah just peeks in like it's not like yeah this is a horror comedy it's just like this weird thing happens. yeah that's <laughs> so interesting we're like the way the horror is done is like I don't know. Just eyeballs yeah. popping in your mouth and shit. <laughs> uh, so this much was so fun. fun. This this was the highlight of my week. Thank you. Oh, good. This was the highlight of my week. <sighs> Thanks, patrons, for for voting on this one. Um, yeah, good choice, you guys. So I guess that's it. Follow us on all the things that we always tell you to follow us on. KK Sam Podcast. That's at KK Sam Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um, join our, and now join our Facebook group. Yay, Sammy, stay alive. Maybe. Yeah, uh, we're having lots of fun over there. Um, and you can still join our Patreon for lots of really cool bonus content that we're putting out, uh, pretty much every week, on honestly. like this Yeah, one. exactly. And, you get voting rights uh, over there. Yeah, if you want to support the show, that's really helps us a lot. And so does buying merch and, um. Give us a good old five-star review. That would be grand. That would be wonderful. So is that it, Bernsey? Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay stay alive. alive. Bye. Me. I'm, I'm done. done. <laughs>